0: To the bottled soccer talk podcast. My name is Nestor. I'm joined here by Henry, and it's two guys, two mics, two pints, and this is episode number 88. A fine year, a fine year, my birth year. Um, anyway, man, welcome back. It's been it's been a couple weeks. We had a brief little break in between there.
1: Uh, how you doing, man? Doing good. Yeah, man. It's it feels like it's been a while. A lot has gone on both in uh, international football, club football.
0: Yeah, it's uh, been. Yeah, yeah, we were gone in that international break where uh, we could have uh, talked a little bit. I mean, I guess we could still talk about that a bit because uh, even though it's barely in my memory, I think I could still. I think I could still hold conversation. Yeah. Uh, the big one being the Mexico U.S. game that was kind of hyped up, right, right. A couple of weeks ago, I don't know if you remember that.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, did.
0: We didn't really get a chance to talk about it because you went away. And then I went away. Right, right, right. Uh, fuck. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Let's let, let's let's start with that. Uh, how did you feel about the the goose eggs?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a it was a boring match, man. And I I, f- I had the sensation just off the first few minutes that both teams were going to defend hard and and not try not to lose. I felt like that's what it really was. Um, but ultimately, Mexico. I felt uh, dominated the game in terms of possession, but they were having trouble breaking down the the deep block that the U.S. would pose at times. And on the contrary, the U.S. on the counter and and a lot of times even through the middle with some of the players that they have now, they were able to to craft plays, but not clinical enough. Uh, I thought the U.S. had the clearer chances, but Mexico they did, that they did. Yeah, um, Mexico. I think there was just so few, ball, right? And then. Yeah.
0: Memo is in, you know, World Cup form as we speak. And uh, uh, what's the dude from uh, America? Oh, uh, Jorge Sanchez. Yeah. Dude had the game of his life. He's pretty good. He's not bad. Yeah, Yeah. he's pretty good. Yeah. Um, And uh, I don't know. I I think Mexico's little experiment, little, I don't know, this whole thing with uh, Chucky, Raul Jimenez and... And Tecatito, I think that just needs to stop. It's not working. All these guys are playing against each other in each other's
1: spaces. Chuki wants to launch it from everywhere. Maybe he's the casualty that needs to, to go. I think he's too good. He is. I think that whole that three that you mentioned is too good. I think those are the they're three best players. they too
0: good individually. Yeah, yeah. But they don't work well together.
1: At least not where they're positioned, right? You just see them in a flat front three. And well, figure, yeah, yeah. And that goes down to management, I think. But, I mean, it's tough. It's tough it's, to manage tactics. It's tough because
0: Raul is dropping so far deep. He wants to be like the pseudo playmaker.
1: And it's what he is at Wolves. Yeah. And doesn't it doesn't work. It's the kind of bad. player
0: he is. He's technical. He's he's like a, a Harry Kane light, let's say. Um, and a lot of attack goes through him. But Chuki and Tecatito need the ball to function, right? They need to get a little head of steam going yeah. before they're able to really do what they do. And I don't know. It's too many cooks in the kitchen. There was a few instances where I felt like a player like Chicharito who runs into small spaces, demands a lot of
1: attention, pulls players out. Or he can finish like a half chance. And
0: finishes half chances, which no one seems to be able to do in Mexico. Um, so that that to me is the, the biggest, uh, I think, problem in creating goals because the, the, the chances were there. Yeah, yeah, they they were definitely there. The, like the shots on target, I don't think was reflective
1: of the way Mexico was was um, you know moving the ball around. They just for me they didn't they didn't have the clearest ones uh, in terms of like like wow like they really tested the keeper. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that that's where the U.S. did, and I you know had it not been for shots that were you know bad shots right at the keeper, but good playmaking to get there. It could have been a different story, but, I mean, ultimately, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. It didn't really make a difference for either teams. Both have now qualified, but, um, yeah, yeah, uh, you yeah, know, yeah. my favorite moment of the game was when, when Gio Reyna came on. I thought he was the brightest player on the pitch for, for the U.S. Pulisic wasn't bad. Uh, PFOC, disappointing. But Gio Reyna's run in, in the second half uh, against a depleted Mexico that... Looked kind of tired at that point. Yeah, at that point, Mexico was very tired. And, yeah, it you was You know, I, I don't really feel nice. like
0: Pulisic was all that influential in that match.
1: You know, he didn't... Uh, well, I think no player on the U.S. really was, to be fair. I mean, they had maybe, like, f- and I'm I'm guessing here, like, 40% possession. They didn't have the ball a lot, but when they did, they were pretty good. Um, for me, my one of my favorite players, too, is Anthony Robinson. Like, he was like a Fox winger, really. And, uh, but, you know... It was one of those games where, yeah, neither team was clinical enough. And I think the U.S. left the game with the sensation of, well, we left points on the table. That could have been claimed, but, you know, that's football. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah, but how about that run from uh, Gio Reyna, man? It was really nice to watch, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it didn't result in anything, but uh, just the fact that he has the ability it's to have that balsa, you know, It's just
0: beautiful football. Um, you know, I did see a whole lot of that, like a wall that led to nothing. OK,
1: fine, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but God damn it. It's it's nice to look at. Right. Yeah. The USS has never had a player that can do that. I mean, that's like next level uh, wizardry. Really, it's uh, it shows that he's not cut from the same cloth as some of these guys that are in the MLS. And, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, yeah, ultimately, um, I'm excited for what's to come for the US and Well they're
0: officially qualified now.
1: Officially, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they stumbled at the end. Um the the game against Costa Rica to finish off the you know yeah, that's the, true, the yeah. that was uh I don't care uh, what people say it was uh not the way that they should have ended. I think uh that was disappointing but you I, know, yeah I did
0: see a lot of um like, so what you know a lot of so what reactions and Yeah I guess I guess in the end of things
1: compared yeah, but to you what they shouldn't happened.
0: be losing to Costa Rica
1: no no and i'll say costa rica the corpse though, of
0: costa rica at
1: that uh you know it's crazy though because they started the the qualification phase terribly and then and the second half of it man they were get, getting results they, against everybody they might make it yeah they, i think they will i think they will but they're not going to go far um obviously i think no. the team that's going to impress the most it might be canada i don't know uh uh, I don't know. I have a feeling they might just shit the bed. The group they're in is pretty tough. That's that's one thing yeah. I will say. But the, for for talent and for the ability to get results, but are they really that you. talented? Yeah, I know they have Alfonso Davies and uh, Jonathan David. Jonathan
0: David is I don't know. He's
1: uh, he's yeah. A, he's a, he's
0: a good player in the in league one, and even I, then, I think he's had a down year this year. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, which maybe last year was an outlier. Maybe he had a great last season and. We're kind of seeing him now because even in qualifying, I don't know if we've seen his name a whole lot in, in the scoring sheet. It's really, yeah, it's just I'm Jonathan I'm not David. that impressed by, by Canada. I think, I think they're just like this nice story. They have a really good generation for their standard, and they have one really notable player, and the rest are kind of... I, I feel like it's the, the
1: Milwaukee Bucks when yeah. they have uh, Giannis, and then the rest is is pretty good. For me, they play like Italy a lot uh, in t- in terms of the way they Italy played in the Euros. Who, ironically, now Italy are not in the World Cup, and oh, yeah. we might touch on that in a little bit. But oh, I've forgotten about them. Uh, you know, it's like they play for the result and they defend well as a unit. Like you said, not too many superstars, but the superstars they do have. <laughs> They're a
0: passionate bunch. Of they give bad. it all.
1: Yeah, they give it all for the team. And man, uh, I have to say, it's it's nice to watch for for our confederation because mm-hmm. for so long it's been a two two horse thing. Maybe Costa Rica here and there, but you know Canada has a chance. You know, to I, impress. I feel
0: like it's going to continue to be that way, but maybe not in the short term.
1: Yeah, I mean it's yeah, it's hard to tell, but but yeah, man. I mean uh, a nice finishing phase. I think at the end of the day, no surprises uh, apart from the fourth position that I thought Panama was going to take, but yeah, it turned out I to mean, be Costa Rica. Starting the whole thing, Jamaica looked poised to to do. Oh, Jamaica for me is the biggest disappointment of the tournament with the with the names they have. To finish behind El Salvador, to finish maybe a few points above Honduras, that's that's unacceptable. They're they're, they're tragic. But they also had some very big problems. Well yeah, uh, they they changed managers mid mid qualification, it's new players just came in, but Yeah, yeah. and even Michael Mikel Antonio just came on as well as um Leon Bailey, yeah. yeah. Who wasn't
0: available for I think up until this whole yeah, this last yeah. window thats It's just too little It's, too it's late. tough But uh, you just mentioned it man Italy's not making it For the second tournament In a row Yeah That yeah. is fucking nuts Especially when they Just won the Euros Less than a year ago
1: I, and, I think that's yes, nuts It is It is uh, uh, Absolutely And Like the results they get are indicative of their performance. So I mean, they're they're not the type of team to blow you away, and they get away with one nils, one nil, zero, zero 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 zero. I mean, their, their football to me was just so it's bland. It, it and
0: and them winning it or them getting results was hiding the fact that they didn't really have a good attack of their
1: own. They don't really. It's Kaza Mexico's attack is better. Kaza Keza... Keza He did his ACL. Yeah, he was the yeah. Once he's gone, that whole team just went Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's very clear, clear as day. And you know, if you're Italy, you can't make any excuses. I saw excuses about the new format. This I saw Bonucci. You saw Bonucci's quote,
0: right? Yeah, He's like, uh, it's it's ridiculous that you know you leave it all up to one match. Um, Excuse me, sir. That's how a a tournament goes. Yeah, Yeah, every match is important. So, if you're going to try and take off nine matches and then try to make it all up in the 10th, well, you're mm-hmm. the one that's taking that one match seriously, you yeah. know? And you can't beat North Macedonia. like. And, and on top of everything, yes, yeah. you don't have a great attack. Yes, you don't have Chiesa. You're playing against North fucking Macedonia, and you're one of the top leagues in the world. I don't want to fucking hear it.
1: Yeah. It begs the question, though, like... It's been a while since Italy has had a primetime player, a leader, a guy that you can point to and say, wow, well, he he's the standard for Italian football. For me, it's Chiesa, right? He's out. But after that, who? He's the leader by example. I don't even know if he's that guy for them. He's so when good, he's, when he's
0: playing. Yeah, no, of course. He's so good. Yeah, he's yeah. that guy through play. But to have your your talisman like your Canovados, your Pier Pirlo, your, your, your Gattuso, yeah. um, um, Malvinis, i mean, we can go on with Italy's history and their and their great players. But you know, you're right—they they don't have that one guy. I guess I guess Chiellini or Bonucci. Oh, they understand. have leadership, yeah. I, I guess that, but, but even attack they
1: can't—they
0: yeah. can't be those guys by play because their legs are just gone.
1: Yeah, you know. Yeah, um,
0: so I I don't feel bad for them. You know, I I didn't even care for them winning the the euros i didn't i don't know if that made them the best team and i think i never thought they were the best same same spain outplayed them france should you know it's like there's better teams yeah exactly there are better teams and now we actually see that but two tournaments in a row—that's got to be just absolutely.
1: Oh, just it's, disgusting. it's right? a farce! Yeah, it's a farce, and, and I mean, it's unacceptable. I think for such a big footballing footballing nation, that's what. Like it missing one
0: is unacceptable. Missing two in a row—that's yeah, especially in an extended heads, heads, heads have to roll, and and you have to really rethink how the whole the whole uh, federation is going to be set up moving forward, and I think that starts with. Uh, with revamping
1: the league or maybe putting more money into it or figuring it out. And that's the thing that people, um, I feel like, I know they had Ronaldo recently and they have Ibra and and all these players, but, you know, the money has been sucked out of Italy for a while. They use those as stops, right? Yeah, but they've never been a league that, I mean, in the past, that has really shown to even be competing for a top two, top three league in the world, in my opinion. I know Juve has been amazing. It's been... um, it's been ten years since that's been the case. Yeah, and 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 but and the, and you got to follow the money, really. It's that's what it is. The money will bring bring you the the best players, and also, it trickles down into the facilities, the academies, and all that. And and they're not doing good, and they haven't been for a while. And th- these are the consequences. Well, they,
0: they rely a lot of on homegrown talent.
1: Yeah, yeah. And
0: uh, I think if you're trying to compete, not just in a in a footballing um, sense, where it's national, nations versus a nation. You also have to think about teams that are competing in Champions League, Europa League. Uh, I think the only Italian team left in all of European competition is Roma in the Conference League.
1: Yeah. I see. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't... no. Is it Atlanta, Atalanta in, in Europa? Yeah, it might One be. One of the two. Yeah, you know, I haven't even looked that, that far, but... It's far down? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's far down. But, I mean, you also got to look at this as well. Like, I think... Italians as a whole are, are missing out a lot on f- growing footballistically if they're not allowing their players to go to better leagues, too, because Italy hold on the, to them. They hold on to them. They, they don't on let on them to go. Them. I mean, the last player I can tell you that was Italian and not playing, it's two, really. It was uh, well Verratti, obviously, Jorginho. And then maybe, well, now Immobile is back in Italy. But that's the only three that I could say in recent years that have gone outside of Italy. And those are probably their best players in the grand scheme, you know, outside of Keza. So yeah, I mean, I don't feel bad. I I, I only don't. feel bad for Mancini because I I like Mancini, but yeah, yeah, he's probably did he get the sack? I think he says like he's that he probably he's comfortable leaving his post because of the the travesty that that it is, you know, and that's on him. Yeah, yeah. I, so mean, we, I mean,
0: you, you, it's understandable too, or it's like a mutual sort of thing where you yeah, know, you you did this and. We used to be here, right? Yeah, it's um, crazy. It's just crazy that the European champions aren't in the World Cup. Yeah. And I heard a lot. Well, they have to They have to qualify the champions of every... Oh, oh, you say that now, huh? It would
1: make sense, but I mean... It does make it does, sense. This does show that it's a flawed idea because mm-hmm. clearly... You have to earn it. I, yeah. I think for something like the World Cup, you, you have to earn it. Um,
0: man, it's, it's, it's wild. And then Portugal goes on and... Beats North Macedonia, and uh, they were iffy, too, because they had to do the playing tournament.
1: And uh, they're in the World Cup now, Portugal. Yeah. Oh, well, that, that team is better in, in the grand scheme. I think they just have too many good attackers. I think so, yeah. They have a lot to choose from. Yeah.
0: But the team was uh, kind of depleted for that window, right? There was yeah. a few injuries, and I think COVID still lingering around there. Um. So... Um, on uh, this past Thursday, was it? Was it Thursday or Friday? That the World Cup draw? Right, yeah. Yeah, it was.
1: I think uh, it was Friday, yeah. You want to talk about the groups and shit? Yeah, or yeah. Or is there any other... Uh... I mean, from qualification, I, I can't really think of... I mean, uh, two, two other small bits were like, yeah, it was pretty... Also surprising that neither Egypt or Algeria, no, no, no Mares, no Salah not going to the World Cup. Um, oh yeah, yeah, that was yeah. kind of uh, yeah, a big deal. But I mean, yeah, let's get into the World Cup groups. You know, uh the the
0: crazy part of that uh I think Senegal too. No, not Senegal, um Nigeria didn't make it. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's their first time in a good while that they don't make it, I wanna say like four or five tournaments.
1: Yeah. And um, at the and hands of the, Ghana too, it's at it's the hands crazy. of Ghana. Uh
0: but the crazy thing was the the scenes that were kind of similar to what happened in Mexico a few weeks back. Oh, no, a lot dude, of they violence, were rioting, yeah. dude. They they uh, stormed the field, and uh, yeah, that was pretty pretty ugly to see. Yeah, uh, you know you hate to see that. I hate you know it just it just to me it just screams of entitlement when you're not even playing, you know. Yeah, and how dare you? You're not even on the field, and you're here fucking rioting. You're not entitled <laughs> to seeing your team playing a. There's fucking there's tournament. too
1: much tribalism in that sense that's attached to football, but you know it's. Some people take. People it People just far. don't think about it, do they? Duh. They Just
0: do. Yeah. All right, so let's uh let's break down these groups. Uh, Group A, which is uh, Qatar, Qatar, whatever you want to call it, uh, they're the hosts, but they're not playing the first game. Oh, really? It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. Uh, Qatar, Ecuador. Which to me was kind of a surprise that they made it. Yeah, they yeah. They, they were very strong in in uh, CONMEBOL. Yeah, yeah, which I don't know. They uh, beat
1: out Colombia, which is kind of another big name that's omitted now. So. Colombia,
0: yeah. yeah, yep.
1: That that's a yeah, that is crazy. big absence. Yeah, that that for me was the biggest but absence. I, I think they're they're kind of
0: in a lull, too. Oh, a lot yeah, of their players yeah. got a bit old, and
1: it's other like then maybe Luis Diaz, uh, who else do they have? Cuadrado, who's getting up there in yeah, age. Yeah, yeah, no, no. It's it's a very uh, I wouldn't say poor, but not not the standard that it used to be. You know, before they had Falcao, James, and you know all these guys, uh, Yepes, uh, Zapata. I mean, it's just a lot of guys. But yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, credit to Ecuador. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Although I I couldn't tell you one Ecuadorian. uh, I only know this guy, (laughs) Perwis Estupinan. Ah, Estupinan. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah. And enter Valencia. Oh, is he still playing? Yeah, is he part of the team? I think he is, but uh, you know, (laughs) he's like a super sub, but. but yeah, okay. Uh Ecuador, I mean, shit, could be the surprise team of the tournament really. Maybe. I think they have a lot of abilities, so. And they're a physical team. Okay? That's what always, they are. They have a always lot always of always physical. F- yeah, yeah. Against yeah.
0: teams like uh Qatar who maybe aren't, but Senegal is, and Netherlands can be. That should be it should be good. So Senegal made it um with Sadio Mane. Yeah. Mane, Mane, ma, and then uh Netherlands who just got themselves a new manager, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> They were doing well with him uh, before he went to yeah. Catalonia or back to Catalonia. Uh, Ronald Koeman of a uh, recent Barcelona fame just signed a new deal for the next, I think, three or four years uh, for the Netherlands. So um, we'll see how they do in the World
1: Cup, man. Yeah. Not yeah. a whole lot
0: of time to work with them, but he's familiar enough. He he
1: he wasn't at Barcelona too long. Yeah. And his, his managing style kind of suits uh, international football, I'd say. Uh, you know... This group actually isn't too strong, and I think, I mean, it's hard to say who's gonna top it. But you know, obviously Netherlands is the easy answer because some of the class they have. But it's gonna be an interesting group.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it's between Netherlands and one of the, one of either Ecuador or Senegal. I think Qatar's. I don't know, man. They they might they might do some crazy shit. The World Cup is known for uh, bullshit with host countries.
1: Yeah, and even the fact that they're not playing the first game is kind of sketch. It's weird. Yeah. Oh, and uh, before we move
0: on, I did want to talk about the uh, like the timing of the matches.
1: Oh yeah, because uh, for it. us,
0: you know, um, Pacific time. Pacific time. We're the last ones to get it. I, I guess Hawaiian time is, but um, the, the the time for this is just
1: it's always wild. Yeah, um, it's uh, about three a.m., six a.m., and, and nine a.m. start times. Yeah, those are the three time slots.
0: Yeah, oh, and that's it's pretty uh, crazy. that's uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, I mean, a hundred percent. I mean, but I mean, f- for us, you know, it's a global. It's a global thing that everybody's gonna be watching. Um, some people, it'll be the last thing they see before a night's sleep, and for us, it'll probably be the first thing we see if we wake up. Uh, but yeah, man, it's gonna be crazy. The timing. Yeah,
0: that's never any fun. I think it's, um, like, f- four o'clock. Yeah, like you said. I don't know.
1: Hey. I don't like it. I don't like it. But I got to respect it, right? The last games of the day will be at a reasonable time. Yeah. But, you know, that's not saying much. For us, you know, that we're watching it at work or whatever, that's going to
0: be just a pain in the ass. <laughs> For real. Anyway, Group B. Excuse me. England versus, or not, England is at the top, right? Yeah. They they top look one. like our uh, probably candidates to win it. Uh, Iran, United States of America, and then the final team isn't set yet. It's between Wales, um, Ukraine,
1: and Scotland. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't coming to me. Um, how do you feel about that for the U.S.? I think it's a it's a group that they can definitely come out of, um, but they're going to have to obviously... You know, it's common sense, but they're going to have to get the results. Obviously, England is the one team that they're going to probably have the most trouble with. But after that, Iran should be light work. Yeah. Uh, and, And whoever makes it in on the playoff, I mean... I think the only one that's tricky out of that one,
0: and that's strictly because they always kind of turn up a level, not necessarily because of their collective
1: talent, but Wales somehow... Yeah, you know yeah. they they always play pretty good together. Um, <laughs> it's crazy because so. if England play Wales or Scotland, it's gonna be such a big game. A lot of people are making hype about this because of the geopolitical rivalry that they have, and then even with the yeah. U.S. to an extent. Last time that they did meet in the World Cup, one-one draw. Um, so it's like there's a lot. I like the narrative behind this group, and and I see the U.S. and England making it out, but. Yeah, like you said, don't sleep on whales. Don't yeah. even uh, Ukraine to an extent. I know uh they're not reliable, but they have some you know, the the narrative of the war and everything going on, I mean shit, that could really that, do something yeah, that, for that them.
0: Definitely could add to the uh to the heat of the moment. Yeah, definitely. Um so it's an interesting group. It's uh I don't know if it's a cakewalk for anyone, but I, I would say England and US should make it out, right? Right, right, right. I agree, I agree. I, I, a lot of uh, posts were talking about the articles that were very cocky about uh, England's group. What was it 2010? Yeah, yeah. And it, USA was in it, and uh, they they were just you know the best uh, English team in forever, and they they were talking about it being easy, this and that, and uh, they, they struggled.
1: Yeah, well, they, did. they
0: have they've been struggling up until last year. Yeah, <laughs> I mean this is the brightest generation they've had in a while, so yeah, they are good. They they it's. You know, it's not nothing to be excited about. Right, right. And then uh, Group C. This one's, uh, this one's okay. Uh, Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland. Yeah, solid group. Uh, yeah. Saudi Arabia, the the obvious outlier. Yeah, I think even Poland is. I don't know. There, there was a lot of talk about how Messi and and Lewandowski are going to tear up Mexico's defense, which. To be fair, they're not the strongest that they've ever been. But, yeah, what, what,
1: I mean, what tools does Lewandowski have to work with? I mean, it's very few, but he has some decent players, you know. Uh, Zielinski. I mean, it's nothing crazy, but, I mean, mm-hmm. Lewandowski alone is is just... Yeah, his presence definitely, yeah. you know. Talking about one of the best strikers in the World Cup. You yeah, know, yeah, of course. Blank. On but, his own. Yeah, but, I mean, it's, yeah, it's going to be tough. Uh, but I think... Mexico turn it up a level when they play in the World Cup, so I can see them getting that second position. But you know, it, anything can happen, man. I'm, I'm just like I'm saying, Poland. Yeah. and then does Mexico scare and Argentina me. have their own sort of rivalry going on as well. Right. I mean, so get this. You know, Maddie Cash is now playing for Poland, so that's an, a name that we kind of forget sometimes.
0: Mm-hmm. Obviously, Chesney
1: yeah. might even be one of the better goalkeepers in that group. Okay. So I mean, it's not going to be a cakewalk, but man. Uh, uh
0: that group yeah, is I'm just, not like super confident about Poland but I'm just not also not super threatened by them
1: no no I mean it's yeah. not yeah do they, they still have Blasikowski? I think they do yeah they have uh, a they have Piatek Bednarek who plays for Crystal Palace uh Milik who plays at Napoli I mean they have a lot of players that are just kind of sleepers but uh I I still think Mexico can edge them but you know Mexico's yeah. recent results haven't been uh nothing to really be crazy about, but like I said, this is this tournament is still what like seven, eight months away. A lot can happen, mm-hmm. but man, it's gonna be a good group. I like. Do you think they call up Chicharo? They should, man. I've been saying, <laughs> and and I don't know if they will. Who but scored two this weekend? By the way, he's yeah, at five yeah. goals now or four. I think yeah, four or five. But uh, I think he's the leader in the league if I'm not mistaken. Uh but yeah man i think they should and not only for the fact that it would be the right thing to do but it's a great send-off for the player i mean you're talking about your leading goal scorer all time for mexico you look at some of the names of the players that they know will be their last world cup i think messi ronaldo i think yeah chicharito deserves to be in that list of players that have played x amount of world cups it's only right but i don't know will tata do it (sighs) shit hell if i know yeah that's a that's a whole other question yeah. And
0: I think I think that Tata, Tata's management style is probably suited for for something like this.
1: Yeah, I mean, it could be, it could be. I mean, uh, it's it's you know, crazy because we see Mexico play against Concacaf sides. Once they play a team from outside the region, you don't know, you don't know. Like, it could be way better. It could be worse. It's just like,
0: they, you it, know, Mexico has this problem that they play to the level of their opponent. Always, yeah. it's always been. If they're playing against a shit team, they're gonna play shit. If they're playing against a team that's on their level, it, like they, it's a stalemate. If it's against Brazil or Argentina or fucking Germany, they turn it up a notch and they turn it into a fucking masterclass. I just, you don't know what to expect from them today, but that's traditionally what it's been, and um, I, to- I fully expect Mexico to, uh, to do the same shit in the World Cup. They, they just have this way of doing it. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why they, they play with our emotions like this. <laughs> um. One thing that I, that I wanted to say was I remember seeing this post of um, they're, they were lamenting on, on how Mexico's style right now is kind of boring. They're not playing all that great. Like, I wish we would have lost the game instead of uh, and look good playing instead of getting this result and playing the way we do. Like, hold on a second. Hold on. Let's break this down. And I think we hear this for a lot of teams too, not not, not just Mexico as a yeah, country, yeah. but like teams that aren't that are kind of struggling. Like, let me get this straight: you you'd rather look nice and not get results than yeah. get results? I think it's when they beat um, uh, whoever they beat uh, one to zero. And, yeah, yeah. I think I know which game. Uh, Honduras, I think. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's it doesn't make sense to me. Why would you prefer to lose looking nice than winning than getting a result? And
1: maybe not looking at your best. Yeah, it's kind of a strange uh, tension of opposites because you can play shit and get a result. Yeah. Which Italy are we're great at in the Euros by right? So like, but is it? I mean, I is kind it of worth understand. It? Is it's it's it worth not. It's not it to worth sacrifice? It. The consequence is not worth it. But exactly, mm-hmm. you know, it is. It, it does feel nice for your team to create a lot of chances and play better. But if you don't win, it, it's, it actually only frustrates you more in the end. So I mean, I, I don't agree with that either. They, you know, you need to get your results even if it's ugly. Yeah. You need a few of those games. Results
0: should be the number one priority. Looking nice is a plus. Oh, but and yeah. that's a whole other conversation. And that's
1: hard to do on the international stage. I mean, very few teams can Exactly, do that. especially when the pool is quite limited as Mexico's is. Yeah. And, and I think also people tend to forget that we we, we just don't have the same passion merchants that, that, that used to be oh, that. yeah, And you can also watch like some of the games from last World Cup and especially the one before that. You see the names for Mexico, and you see them in, really, their prime. You're talking about HH, Guardado, uh, uh, Giovanni Dos Santos, Vela, Chich, even Jimenez, who's kind of still bursting on the scene. It's like that. He didn't get love for a long time. Yeah, those lineups were were terrorizing. And, you know, Prime Memo, who's still playing pretty good anyways, but see that, and during those moments, it's like Son Memo. you have the illusion that, yeah, Mexico can get out of the group comfortably and go further. I don't get that sensation now, but things can change. You know, they're going to play a variety of friendlies that will happen in the summer and in the fall. I, I will be keeping an eye on that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's that's the magic of the World Cup. You just don't know right now. But I, I'm just looking at these groups. It's hard to tell who's who. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's, it's hard to not to get excited, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> and it's going to be around, you know, Thanksgiving. Uh, oh, it's going to be right on Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving and then into, you know, uh, Merry you know Christmas time, Hanukkah. Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. That's Uh, right. Yeah. uh, Um, Anyway, moving on from that is Group D, which is France.
0: And I think... I don't know who the playoff is for that.
1: Oh, that one, it's... uh, Shit, who was it? Australia. Wow, I can't... New Zealand? Yeah, that's who it was. And somebody else. I don't know.
0: But it's like one of those Oceania type uh, Yeah, that's what I was seeing right now. And then uh, Denmark and Tunisia uh Denmark who's coming off a pretty decent uh, euros Tunisia who I'm not terribly familiar with
1: they have yeah they don't really did have Did they do a, okay in the in the Afcon this year? They I, did they did I mean but they they don't have a notable attacker really um Well they don't have a notable team as far as I'm concerned <sighs> I forget the names of the players uh Medhi Benashi I think uh it's mm-hmm. just like uh, I mean Ziyech no, Ziak is Moroccan. It's, yeah, and it's, he's
0: not playing for them.
1: Yeah, and he's not. Uh, but I, nah, I I can't really tell you. Tunisia's is not a favorite, I will say. it's. <laughs> you know, there might be favorites de- from de- AFCON. It's not them. It's going to be Senegal. It's going to be those kind. Ghana. Ghana. Yeah, so it's not Tunisia. I think that's the name you can eliminate. And you can eliminate the 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 team that's going to win the play-in. I don't think they're worth mentioning. Denmark is a strong team. Denmark and everything they got going on at the moment... Um, you know, obviously Ericsson's back, but I think yeah, they're just they have too much talent. They're they're a better team, and yeah. France is and just France a is France, foregone man. conclusion. Yeah, they're you know. you know,
0: it's hard to see them not making it out with right? Benz too now. So oh, Benz and Mbappe's come out. They they've just got a whole. It feels like they've got a whole refresh of that team, even from four years ago, which is crazy to say. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think the two European teams are, you know, I'm in a pretty strong. Uh, position to to take that. Yeah. Following that, uh Spain and I think is the playoff with uh, Peru somebody else.
1: God, I can't see from here. Mhm. Yeah, because the, they 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 put the uh abbreviations and it's it's strange, but for for sake of who actually did make it, Spain, Germany and Japan and the playoff which will be determined later. Um yeah, Spain and Germany, man. I th- I think it's that one's clear as day for me. I mean, Germany second, getting second in that group. By the way, I don't think they're better than Spain. Uh, and yeah, that's that group is pretty easy to predict, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Same. Um,
0: so I think uh, Germany is, you know, they're they're kind of past their uh, Joachim Low era, right? Yeah. They're with Hansi Flick now. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Luis Enrique just. Happened to get, you know, a nice little pool
1: of talent Very that's emerged good. in the last, I don't know, 10, 12 months. Up there with France and England, I think, only rivaled by them in terms of youth. Talent. Yeah, uh, youth talent, yeah, yeah. yeah, youth, talent.
0: yeah, yeah. Um, so the, I think that that battle on, on its own is, is pretty nice. Japan's always a tricky team just because of their speed and... Uh, they have Tomiyasu, <laughs> yeah. and that's it. <laughs> it I, and I wonder if uh, Kubo uh, is,
1: oh, yeah, is right. going to
0: join them. And I'm sure there's a couple of other players, but those are the notable guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, Japan's tricky, but the other two teams, I don't know, necessarily match up with them. But no. But, you no. know, it's the World Cup. And uh, we know that Germany had a crazy uh, drop-off last tournament where they were eliminated in the group stage. Um. Anyway, moving on from that, uh, we're going to group. Uh, let's see here, Group F, which is a, it's a tricky one. There's actually a, if, a, a more even group. Than, yeah, if there's okay. if there is a group of death, which I don't necessarily think there is. This, this year there's not many. Yeah. This might be it. It's Belgium, Canada, Morocco, and Croatia. Yeah. Croatia was last year's uh, or last time out uh, second place, and they still have a pretty strong team. I don't know if it's as strong as it was back then, but, uh, you know, they're, 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 they're threats. Yeah. Belgium, Belgium, same thing. I don't know if they're as good as they were a few yeah, years ago. Yeah, but it's Belgium, man. I, yeah. yeah, exactly. You still have KDB, you still have, uh, Lukaku,
1: who, as bad of a season as he's had, you might... On the international stage, he's, he's good. He's mm-hmm. as good as most, I'd say. And, uh, yeah, I,
0: I, think, uh, I think maybe that's number one. And then Morocco... I think they have a couple of players other than hakimi
1: yeah um it's killing me because i should know this but uh they have they have a few um obviously uh ben Asha would be the like the better defender and ben Aser, that's what i'm thinking about uh but you know not too much not too much to brag about croatia um i think will pose a good threat but even canada like those three teams like in reference of history we can tell who's the best but in in terms of now who you got now it's very competitive i think mm-hmm. and if i had to pick one to go through it, it's got to be croatia for me um, yeah you still you still got class uh throughout that team mm-hmm. and it's gonna be tough for canada um i think they're the next team after them that can Pose a threat, but and I wouldn't be surprised if Canada and one of they have youth over Croatia and, and one of uh, either Belgium or Croatia not making it. Yeah, I think Morocco is a write off for me. I don't, I don't think they're, they uh,
0: they didn't really do shit last tournament. Uh-huh. Um. So yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see the other three duke it out, and then uh, Group G, which is which we have uh, Brazil, right five-time uh, champs very
1: good brazil team i would say a
0: pretty good one a pretty strong one uh one
1: i would say one of the favorites right yeah yeah they're in the top four for sure you think so uh i think i think with the the youth that they have it's a very it's a very nice mix of youth and veteran leadership Vinicius and is then playing the actual talent of who's there yeah yeah and, and their weak link is their manager Yeah, probably. And and also, I mean, I have to say the big key here is is Neymar's availability. If Neymar shows up, man, it's a very scary team. I think
0: right now, the way I see Brazil is I don't really see Brazil really. um, I see Brazil beyond Neymar. Like if you if you told me Brazil was playing without Neymar, it wouldn't change my opinion of what Brazil is able to do in the World Cup. I think Neymar is too good, man. I don't know if he's the key anymore. He's just not available. His fitness has gone down. He's his even the way he dribbles and the way he gets into those spots, it's not it's not the same thing anymore. Yeah. I don't know if he's the same dangerous player.
1: Yeah. I is mean, there anyone
0: that can do what he does? Absolutely not. He's still a threat, but yeah, it's not yeah. the same threat. Like you remember in, in 2018 when he was uh, having his way with Belgium and shit, yeah, yeah, dude, that well, that that, Neymar, that was a
1: different level, yeah. That
0: Neymar is and a better Belgium, yeah.
1: He yeah. He wouldn't do that now. I still think he's, he's just has something different, you know. He has something that you that he you has can't coach, yeah, yeah. And you I, think about the ju- you think about your fridge, you yeah, look- exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that. I mean, but Vinicius and on his own is gonna be like the guy doing a lot of the hard work has the flashiness too but you know we talk about Neymar he's not gonna press he's not gonna do all that Vinicius will the big question mark is the nine midfield I, I like a lot uh, with Casemiro um and mm-hmm. then you gotta think about who his pivots will be uh or or who, who will he have next to him and uh, yeah. defensively I mean what's not to like you have yeah. the choice of Ederson or Allison in in the in between the sticks. And you got, both Gab- are going. You got Militao, Gabriel Magalhães from Arsenal. I think that's one of the better center-back partnerships. So it's a it's a nice team. Question mark for me is fullbacks. Um, but we'll Which see. they always have. I mean... Yeah, there's plenty of them in Europe, man. It's just, you know, you'll get a guy from freaking Portugal playing like Gr- I'm, Grimaldo. I'm, I'm,
0: I'm even thinking who they have right now. And I know they have people. They're just not coming to mind right now. Yeah, guys that I don't really care for though are
1: like Renan Lodi, for example. He might be on the team though. He probably will. He works hard. Yeah, off yeah. the ball. I uh, but I mean, back then the fullback depth they had was stupid. I mean, Felipe Luis, uh, mm-hmm. Marcelo, Dani Alves. But yeah, that you know
0: that's one of those different times now. You know, did they really perform with the team as they
1: did with their clubs? And oh yeah, well no. Dani Alves probably, but Marcelo just. I don't know. Yeah, I look back to when they got smacked by uh, by uh, Germany that when that one year in Brazil, oh, yeah. that was embarrassing. But and all the
0: guys you mentioned
1: were there. Were there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was just a different time for sure. Yeah, Brazil's and always had guys. a spoil
0: of names. It's always just been making them tick together.
1: Yeah, but um, yeah, it's gonna be an interesting team. I yeah, think they're they, always strong. They topped the group easy. Yeah, uh, and then the rest of the teams very very even. I'd say. I mean, Serbia. Yeah, Serbia you know, with Mitrovic having a crazy year. I know it's the championship, but the form confidence confidence is
0: is good going into the World
1: Cup because you're not you're not always playing
0: against fucking top tier. You, I mean, in this group, you're playing Switzerland and Cameroon, who are definitely within your level. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. They're they're not all Premier League studs, all La Liga studs. Yeah, yeah. you know, so you can definitely uh, you
1: can definitely uh, ride some confidence in, even if it was that case. Yeah, and Um, then, you know, Cameroon, uh, not really as many notable names as they used to have, mm -hmm. but, you know, they still have, like, Chupomoting and, you know, a few other decent players, um, a lot of them that play in France and and even Germany. Uh, So, I mean, it's a very even, those three teams we just went over, very even. If I had to pick one to go through, I'm going to give it to Switzerland, and the reason being, they have guys that have been on the team for a while now have good leadership and play at top clubs, you know. Granite on Switzerland is just a different beast. You still got Shakiri who's, you know, I know he's older now. I still think he gets the call up Bril and Bolo. I mean, I don't know. It's it's a very interesting team uh and they got a, a very good keeper in Jan Sommer, so yeah, if I had to Brazil Switzerland for me, but it could really that second spot is up for grabs.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um and then finally the rock no, um Finally, Group
1: H. Uh, very slept-on group, by the way. I Pe- think so. People, people were like, "How are you calling that the group of death?" It's not oh. a group of death for me, but for me, it's the most competitive one.
0: I think. Um, I think it's it's very yeah. For me,
1: it's the most competitive. It's not Are you just to call it the group of death. Yeah, people are like, "You really called it the group of death?" Okay, I'm like, look, for me, Portugal is a shoe in. They got to go through too much talent, too much class, in every regard. Well, we said that about them making the. <laughs> The, the, the World, World Cup, Cup in right. general. Right. Yeah, 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 you know, they they had to uh, scratch their way in. Yeah, their manager is their downfall. But in, in regards to this group... He's an income poop. Yeah, they should top That's Ghana. a
0: Portuguese uh, Roy Hodgson. Who, yeah. by the way, had a nice little pass today. I don't know if you saw it in the, uh, in the socials.
1: Uh, who did? Uh, Roy Hodgson. Oh, they, really? Oh, I, didn't, I didn't see it. I, didn't see, I saw a video of him, like a preview, but I didn't click on it because for some reason my dad has been shit today, but... That's neither here nor there. No, uh, yeah. Portugal, for me, go through though. Uh, the next three though: Ghana, Uruguay, South Korea. Uh, All those teams can spoil Portugal's party, man. Yeah, you know, you got Thomas party, you know, talking about parties, and then Uruguay, you a good moment with Arsenal. Darwin Núñez is is really looking like that guy right now. I mean, people are already comparing him to like you know Cavani, Suarez, which is still a long way to get there, but. Man, he he looks good Valverde, you know, you got uh, Torreira. It's just a, a nice speckle of talent. Yeah, exactly. Araujo still got uh, Um Jose Maria Jimenez. Right, right. And then South Korea, I mean, not a big boast of talent, but Son on his own for me is is one of the best attackers in this group on his own. Yeah, I mean, in the it's fucking in game. the whole World yeah. Cup, man, he's a uh, one of the best finishers in the
0: game. I think uh him and the other dude from uh wolverhampton and they have a few other players oh yeah uh, huang chi yeah he's very yeah good. yeah yeah. they have a few other players that you know again be sneaky that, yeah uh, like like japan they're just a very fast team so they're they're gonna they're gonna look to tear you apart with quick transitions quick counter attacks totally um, totally so i think that's a very interesting group uh, yeah whoever doesn't make it out of there hey no shame no shame a, man some good teams
1: one. are gonna get left out that's yeah. a tough one yeah and
0: as always happens And I wouldn't be surprised to see one of our favorites not making it into the next stage, be it Spain or fucking Belgium or something. Belgium
1: uh, is—they scare me. I'm not gonna lie. Um, (laughs) I think I think their time is done. They already pissed. They pissed. They already missed their best window. Their defense, ah man, unreliable. If I have to be honest, and then. Yeah, we were talking about De Bruyne uh, and, and Lukaku, but Hazard not being at his best anymore is a big uh, takeaway from that well, team. Well, the
0: biggest the biggest thing for them especially is uh, they haven't produced players.
1: Yeah, it's big. You uh, don't, see, you don't hear any spell. players
0: that are, oh, he's Belgian? Yeah. I mean, not that I've noticed.
1: Maybe there's there only are one, some. Okay. Just, no, no. And I, I haven't mentioned him yet, but Yuri Tielman's class player. Oh, okay. After okay. that, though, there's, no, yeah. there's not but much. But he's, like,
0: he's kind of an established name already. Yeah, you by you've now, yeah. have heard about him for a few years now. Right, right. But yeah, I guess he's the guy. Well, he, I think he was also at the 18 edition, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, he was.
1: He was. I'm oh, actually kind but of yeah, the how yeah, the times where Axel Witzel, Carrasco's kind of you know, yeah. been there for a while. Shit, even Fellaini, man. He was so good. Fellaini just... Tielemans is 24, so, you know, he's got a lot of football to still play. But defensively, though, I mean. Yeah, yeah. defensively, we don't know who else they're going to put there. And I'm sure they.
0: There's guys, but they, they, can't, they can't rely on uh, uh, Alderweireld and Bertong. Bertong, now
1: nah, they're too old. Uh, yeah. But Even uh, Dries Martins, I think he, he retired from the national team, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Let's not forget, though, Yane Carrasco. Well, good, good, good addition. Player, there. I forgot player. about him. But yeah, that, that summarizes all the groups. Though I mean, yeah. man, um, it's still a long way, so it's hard to get super excited. But it, it does kind of, you know, give you something to look for. What do you to.
0: got taking the whole thing, man?
1: Uh, man I have to ask. I have this to is ask. this is early, but I'm gonna have an. I probably have a more accurate one when, once before the tournament starts. But all right, one one like one uh, pick, one brain pick, and one heart pick. The heart pick is England for me. Um, okay. I I just I love I love them you know I love good. the that's team that's a good one yeah I, I like the players and it would be hilarious just to for it to come home and for them to kind of rub it in the face of of Italy who you know did the oh it's coming Rome thing it's like that yeah, would be hilarious. I, that for me did all this it's I like it's like you could
0: win right? go ahead win the euro the fact that you didn't make it I think is is a bigger stain than than uh what the fuck was that Yo! Did hey, you see? Yo. That? No, no. I was actually looking at my at the, what other team I was gonna pick. Hold on. It's the it's a highlight of Brighton and Norwich. <laughs> Dude, look at this. Uh, he's volley volleyball that
1: shit. <laughs>
0: Bless you, son.
1: <laughs> oh, thanks, man. Um, salad. Oh my <laughs> god,
0: Mope, Mope, wow, Mope, that's shit,
1: man. This game and, is and I'm he's serious. Belgian, right? Uh, I no Trossard is oh, Trossard. Yeah, Maupe is French, but okay. Um, so I went with England as my heart pick and, okay. uh, fuck man. The second one. is You really wanted hard. to say Spain. I do. I you do. You wanted
0: to say Spain. Yeah. actually,
1: Ooh. heart heart is very with Spain too, but I, I'm gonna go England first and then I'll say France would be the logical pick. I think.
0: Yeah. That, that was going to be my logical pick. I have a, I have so many hearts though, bro. The heart pick for me, man. I, I'm torn. I, I did want to say Spain. Yeah. Uh, but fuck man. Para, oh no, um, I don't know, uh, man.
1: You know something—something something about Brazil winning it would be kind of nice. It'd be cool for sure. Yeah. Ah, man, there's so many good options. Uh, because you know, like I, I haven't even mentioned Argentina or Portugal, and I—I I don't think that they're slouches. And know? I
0: don't. No, 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 no. And I would say. Portugal is more indicative of winning I just have not a whole lot of faith in Argentina winning this thing I mean yeah it's It's a nice story sure for Messi but I just I don't I don't see them all that strong I think that you know maybe Brazil should have won the Copa América oh shit Fox and Hounds
1: oh is it yeah yeah I'm pretty sure yeah Yeah. Um, but yeah no it's a tough one I what I will say about Argentina though from top to bottom there's very few gaps. I think fullback is a big question but a center backs uh solid, midfield decent. They're, but that's the thing they're they're all pretty good. Yeah, no, they don't have an out like a crazy outlier. They're all pretty good. Messi's on his way out. Yeah, yeah. And he's not playing all that well right he now. He hasn't been playing all that well in the last But they have Lautaro runs. I, Altaro, and I, tw- I tweeted again, this a few a week ago or so. But I was like, I think this is Lautaro's moment, where either you make your name for Should Argentina, get off the pot, son. Yeah, because I mean, dude, I mean, this is it. This is it. I mean, in the past years, they've had Tevez, Aguero, Iguain, and those guys performed. You know, Iguain, you could you could debate, but I'm saying these guys fucking I did. I would it. I would even put Aguero there, kind of. Oh, Aguero. I mean, no, the national can, team trip out though. Aguero is like, I think he passed Batigol's tally. You know, mm-hmm. but I mean. Still, you know, these these are guys that we're naming that are, like, top class. I think Lautaro needs to cement his name there. And you could say maybe that for Dybala, who's a little different of a player. But, I mean, man. I don't know if Dybala's even making it. You, you'll that, take, dude, uh, that dude, he's Angel a... Correa.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. he's, uh,
1: yeah, he's yeah, yeah, well,
0: one, he's had the le- better last two, three seasons. And and Dybala hasn't really shown up in the last, I think, since that one season where they went to the... Uh, Champions League final in 2000, um, against Barcelona. That yeah. one, that, that was the last time, like, he had a good year.
1: Yeah, Papu Gomez and, and Correa for even me Papu. Are, are, yeah, even Papu's, but he's classy though. I like he's, him. He's a good player. He's a good player. Um, maybe makes the bench though, but oh, yeah, yeah it's hard yeah. to say. He but, starts.
0: you know, the Paul, one of Los Celso or um, Paredes, Lamela right. Paredes is gonna probably get the call. Um, so they have a, they have a, uh, a good team. Yeah, good. Pretty around. good team. Just don't know if... Don't know if... Even Di Maria's is going to get the call, right? Did you already oh, say Di Maria? fuck.
1: I haven't. No, I, I forget about him, and He's still playing fucking good, man. He's still good. To this day, like, you yeah. could look at his highlights from the last game. The goals he's scoring, it's like, wow, man. Like, I feel like I've taken this, this guy for granted. I think
0: he's going to be one of those players where we underrated him. Whole, even though we acknowledge how good he is. We still kind of underrated how good he was
1: because of like certain slumps that he might have had or injuries. And the players that he's you know that have played around the same time as him, like I liken him a lot to Ribery. Uh, in sure. the sense where he's like, sure, I, I would put him on. Yeah. I wouldn't hesitate putting him on that level for Top sure. Top player, but yeah. when there's guys like Robin and Messi and Ronaldo playing, yeah. it's like you forget. But man, I, I, I love I love me some I, To me,
0: uh, if you ask me, in that uh, in that first uh, Champions League that Madrid won in a the 13 14 season was it yeah that was
1: that was aldi maria he was brilliant that was
0: aldi maria and
1: the fact that he's still playing at a very high level like that Mm -hmm. a decade later is just a a testament to man like yeah i i think he's top and he was key
0: for that run in 2014 yeah yeah for for, um, argentina
1: El Fideo, man. Yeah, uh, man. That, dude, that dude's legit, man. He's he's legit. Yeah. You know, what? I also remember because he scored a goal last week for Argentina. And um, Aguero, like, posted and He's like, ah, como te enseñé, apa. <laughs> and, then, uh, yeah. and then, like, they were, like, saying, like, ah, oh, man, H- how we wish you were here, you know, for Kun. Sucks for him, but, hey, man, uh, top player and I don't know, Argentina, who knows. And um, one last question from the World Cup, and then we'll move on. Dark
0: horse, dark horse to make a a really good impression, like like oh fuck, they, these guys. Think Belgium two thousand fourteen.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, like that kind of. Lee, that's a good question. Um, my my dark horse. Ah man, this is a very tough one, man. Go ahead, say it. No, no, say it. Because I, I I know say this it. is gonna make me sound like a big homer, but I th- for me the U.S. can be yeah. a dark horse because of the talent and youth they have. I'm not saying they're going to make a, a quarterfinal or anything, but I just think that they will impress because if they have the best 11 available, I think we give a lot of teams a run for their money. And that's that's kind of a heart pick myself, but I, I'd love to see that. I think that's a team no, that's No, no, and, and, you
0: know, I, I kind of led you to that because I think U.S. is indicative of showing that sort of, um that's that that sort of uh Fuck, man, I know. Fight.
1: I'm pretty excited for the World Cup, that-
0: you know. For me, um, I, I think US is there. It's tied between US and and I know I've shit on them quite a bit recently, but I think Uru White might might. That was actually surprises. the other team I was
1: gonna say, man, because yeah, White
0: um, might do something. They're stupid. cooking something,
1: and this when we say dark horses, it's like this is a team that last World Cup maybe you maybe wouldn't have even even considered them like that, but there there's something about. Did the they team. make it last time? Um, I don't know if they made it. If, I'm not even sure if they made it. No, and they, wait. They did. They did. And if they yeah, did, it, was, yeah, a, it yeah. was a group exit, though. They didn't they go did. past that. Um, and I guess before we depart this section, though, is there a guy that you tip for the golden boot? Oh, uh-huh. uh-huh. I kind of have an idea. I know we'll talk
0: about this when the time comes, but golden boot, man. Ugh. Oh. <sighs> I'll
1: give you the easy answer cuz I don't want to think about it too long. Uh, Mbappé. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's that's a good answer, but I thought you would you would have gone with Benzema cuz that's the guy yeah. I was inching towards. Well, I might have a kind of a hot take here, but I have Harry Kane having No, the- No, no, I team, thought about right? Harry Kane yeah, too. I think yeah. for me, uh he has a good team around him and and so does France to be fair, but yeah, those those are good shots, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think that wraps it up for the World Cup segment. The World Cup, man, yeah, man. It's so it's, long uh, away, but we're, we're so excited. You know, <laughs>
0: probably not the last time we talk about it. I know there's been kind of like like little rumors here and there, and I think throughout the day they've been dispelled. But today, just just to kind of touch on it a little bit, is for a little bit of a, you know, talking points. But uh, there was a rumor that started this morning uh, that FIFA was thinking about making 100-minute games instead of 90 minutes. Yeah. And my first reaction was, "Oh, excuse me, good lord." My initial reaction was, "Do these motherfuckers have any good ideas?" Yeah, yeah, it's like. But uh, the more I thought about it, I'm like, "Wait, hold on. If if we're gonna sit here and shit just on every new idea, the game can cannot develop, right? Because at one point, you know, using a fucking twenty pound leather ball was the normal." You know, if we if we don't move on from ideas, and I, and I think it's been dispelled the, the whole you know fifty minute halves, but still, you know, um, at some point VAR was outrageous.
1: Right.
0: At some point, uh, I think even the offside was outrageous. So um, I don't know. These little changes in quality maybe might make the game better. I don't know if I agree with hundred minutes. I don't. I think that's too much. I think what we got to do is reduce it and add. Um,
1: stoppages of the clock when the ball's not in play that i think that's more logical and that, that's what i ask. what is the logic behind a hundred minute game you're already making teams play more games now you want to add more minutes to the games to, to and that, that only increases the chance for injury i don't like it i don't agree with it um, i think it would be stupid yeah it doesn't make sense yeah and it's like you know like we talked about this earlier but the the sense of tradition with soccer i know sometimes it's frowned upon but i kind of do like it the purity of it that it's been 90 minutes for as long as time has existed and yeah it, it makes it unique uh, i just want to know where did, where did what made it, it it's arbitrary minutes? right like yeah. why 90 minutes why an hour and a half it's strange yeah <laughs> but um yeah that's a, that's uh a, i didn't understand that one um i don't even know how it benefits anything like var bent clearly benefits a lot of things this doesn't i don't think it makes sense but no i think it's more of a detriment but there but uh, someone pointed out that whatever report it was
0: mentioned nothing of a Hundred minutes, so that that's uh, you know, <laughs> f- hopefully not even in the conversation.
1: What a goal! What Jesus a goal, by Christ! Yeah, that for me was the goal of the weekend. By the way, we're watching uh, Chelsea against Brentford. <laughs> a big demise after this goal. This was the yeah, opening and that, goal by Rudiger. I, and I love it. that
0: account on Twitter. That's uh, you know uh, images that uh, uh, oh preceded like yeah, it's yeah unfortunate it, events. Unfo- yeah, yes yeah. it is. <laughs> and it would be Rudiger sticking his tongue out. Rudiger <sighs> has such. He has such a way of of running and playing where it looks like he he just I, he does it with such ferocity that he has no control over his own, you know, physical movement. I don't know, he's he's just like this fucking lanky figure It's just is like very huge just, yeah. and I, like he I, just
1: his temperament reminds me of very it's very childlike and and I know that sounds very I guess like um, condescending. Yeah, very condescending, but it's you just You don't like, like him. Well, yeah, but, you know, in, in every sense, like, he loves shit housing. Yeah, like, he won't back... If someone stands up to him, he'll look at them, and he'll do a double take and be like, What? Yeah. You I'm dare like, challenge me? He laughs. He has, like, a kind of a big head, like... <laughs> yeah, he, and he, he was, runs, like, with yeah. his
0: fucking whole body just moving. He looks like a fucking... He was a silver-toothed kid growing up. Probably. Oh, be, yeah, dude. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. He was looking up girls' skirts on yeah. the tables.
1: He's a damn good player, though, I will say. Uh, he's... In terms of defenders... He's one of those
0: players that you hate to play against, but if he was on your team, you'd be like, I like this guy. You can get guy. behind him, yeah. I like this guy. Yeah. Uh, so, I hate the idea of him going to Madrid, because that's a rumor, but, you know, if he's on my team, I'd be like, I don't mind. I don't yeah. mind.
1: whoever gets him is definitely, I think, you know, will, will reap pay the benefits. Lot. They're going to pay a lot. Oh, well, yeah, in wages, but transfer fee, that's something you won't have to worry about, which is nice. Sure. His con- yeah, his contract's running uh-huh. out, but... Um what well, a goal. And then Brentford just right away turn it around. Yeah. This was this, this game one. this whole, the whole second half was when it was just crazy. First half was dead. Um but yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh we're, we're kind of uh trickling into the game here, but um I don't know if do you want did you have anything else to touch on World Cup or No man, no. We'll talk about it
0: little by little over the the next few months. Um it it's not till uh, November, so uh You know Strap yourselves in Guys The next uh, What is it Fuck Five months Five Uh, six six
1: months uh, Oh like yeah I mean we're in April Starts in late November So like yeah Six months
0: Yeah six six months It's gonna get interesting Um, Champions League was Yesterday and today Right It resumed uh, Following the uh, International break And uh, you know Club uh, Club football This weekend uh, Wow um, fuck. Hold on. Let me. I'm pulling up the scores as we speak. Right, right. Um, they We'll we'll just run it down. I guess. Uh, Manchester City hosting Atlético Madrid, the yeah. two defending champions of their respective leagues. Of the
1: two,
0: probably the two best leagues in the world. Yeah, sure. Um, and Manchester City got uh got the best of Atlético. Atlético employing
1: a, a famous five-five-five-five-zero five, oh, like uh, formation. I gave them too much credit because before <laughs> the game I thought they would at least go four-five-one, at least try to 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 do I something. I saw that. Yeah, I saw
0: you said that. And, and
1: if not, I mean, it was much worse than that, man. I mean, um but like, I hate to, I hate that style of football. You know it, but I mean, if from the competitive perspective, if that's the only way you can get a result against City. Why not do it, you know? And and that Simeone always has been, so... And you don't have the f- faculties, personnel, talent
0: to even disrupt the sort of system or, or even, you know, um, drill the system that that City do, right? It's not like you're going to change night and day. No, we're going to play them head-to-head, playing their own style, which we haven't done all season, but... No,
1: that's not them, yeah. you, you can't
0: do that, yeah. and... um you know, they, they haven't been playing super defensive all season, but you they have to go to choose. your roots yeah. when you're going against City because it, you're not playing against fucking Alaves. Mm-hmm. Who they smacked. And, uh, you know, they... I guess you can say they were lucky it was only 1-0. I guess you can say they can still shithouse a result. And that's the, the, the quote-unquote um, stereotype with, uh, with the Simeone system. These days, but uh, against City, what else can you do?
1: No, I, I when you're like, Atletico. Yeah, but I mean, like even beyond Atletico, that is how you beat City. The teams that have beat City this year, they've all played that way, um, you know, or not even beat, like even gotten draws. Like it's um, that's the best way to play City because it's just it's a numbers thing, you know. City do a lot of intricate passing in the final third. What do you what do you do? You want to condense that final third get all your players in there mm-hmm. and um yeah i mean the stats will tell you most of the story um there was never really a moment where atleti threatened city there was one moment where you did get a shot off but it was like it was a teddy bear you know Ed- ederson caught it i uh, think
0: um i think atletico's xg was like point oh eight or some shit
1: it was yeah, ridiculous it was terrible oh this was such a nice pass by uh tony here um but you know that's the thing with um with city is that they still need to be more clinical. I think they created plenty of chances and they're lucky. They actually ended up getting one and it really came through a moment of brilliance from Phil Foden who came in at like the 68th minute. I think like 90 seconds later, he, he gets the ball close to outside the box and, and just has really nifty dribbling, you know, and gets a nice little, uh, dink. Oh, no, not dink. Sorry. A nice little through ball to KDB and, you know, just um, finish it. Sorry to interrupt okay. you, yeah, but, yeah. uh, Ernie had a,
0: had an interesting uh, opinion today, or yesterday, was that everyone's on Pedri's uh, knob, shining it. Uh, yeah. And I guess rightfully so. I, I guess there's no, no actual problem with 100%, that. 100%, yeah. But he also said that, that Foden is the bigger talent.
1: Mm-hmm. No, he told well, me that. No, no, I agree. He told me that in the group chat, and I told him I, I'm not comfortable admitting that. I actually struggled to put either of them ahead of each other, and I know that's kind of like me copping out and standing on the fence. But well, yeah, you're a Barcelona guy. Well, but yeah, but I mean, Pedri, man. I mean, uh, he's good. No, he's really good. good.
0: good. But but really, you good. can also say that Foden is a little more developed. Oh, is a little is more brilliant. drilled, more worked with that team. So you know, it it wouldn't be a shame to for that to actually be true, which it is. I think it is. I think Foden, you know, and it's. You, you might not agree. Mm-hmm. I think he's. Well, I love
1: Foden, dude. I, yeah, I, I know, know I know,
0: and you might not agree, but I think he's had a bit of a down year. Uh, oh, and uh, that
1: regard, yeah. I mean, I think uh,
0: he hasn't played as much as, as you would like him to. That's what it really is. And,
1: yeah. you know, there's been some games where he's kind of gone missing uh, throughout the season. You know what's crazy, though, is that his best games are in the biggest games. Um, you know, okay. He plays great against big teams. I mean, Liverpool played really well last season against Dortmund put on a show and then you know obviously this week uh was he was the you know the tiebreaker basically and i think he's so good and if you if you can make a case maybe if foden had as many minutes under his belt as pedri does for barcelona well as he can and, do as
0: much and also the, the thing with pedri is barcelona without pedri they're not, i don't know if i don't know if we're talking about the shabineta Foden with i mean a city without Foden, i, I don't know Oh, they or, have, an you know, agreement. the, you know, business as, as usual, the depth is, which is, dumb, which yeah. maybe is to his own detriment. Um, but yeah,
1: I, I, that, that was one opinion
0: that I feel is, this is a pretty good
1: one. Yeah. And, and ha, man, I struggle to, you know, accolades wise, uh, wise Phil Foden clears the park. But that's due to the team that he plays for. and Yeah, yeah. I hesitate to
0: look at that when judging uh, a player. But when you look at, a player, you know, the eye like, test. Uh, like, you know, Kane versus Lewandowski. Oh, well, Lewandowski's won that. Oh yeah, nah, it's, you know, yeah. It's we can't can do that. We can't it's, do that.
1: But the eye test, though. I mean, um, yeah, exactly, we, and
0: that's what I'm talking about. You
1: see, Foden, and you're like, wow, like the some of the little things, the the ball handling, the passing, awareness, I think is underrated, yeah, the awareness that finishing he has. is not terrible, uh, st- you know, could still improve uh, on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, work in progress, sure. Uh, but Pedri is like, I think everything Foden has done, I think Pedri can do. There's certain things that that Pedri has. Well, they be- have the qualities that the other.
0: Isn't right. the best at or isn't at the level of the other guy, but uh, when you round everything up, we'll give Foden, I don't know, a ninety versus Pedri's eighty or eighty-eight or eighty-seven.
1: Yeah, I can agree, and and I like one thing I like about Foden is that he's very he's interchangeable. Um, he can play a lot of different positions. I haven't watched Pedri enough to have that same assumption. Um, but yeah, both and are class. And
0: today, I somehow doubt that he's that. Flexible,
1: yeah, and you never know until you know a player plays with a manager who who does that. And Pep, I don't know, he just finds a way to p- plug in players in different ways. And well, he sees them on the training ground, man. Oh, of course, he, yeah. he, he knows their
0: qualities and is <laughs> doing man. And, and his his uh, tactics are probably the best anyone's ever seen. Yeah, um, very good. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think that uh, Atleti i don't know if they set out for the wrong game but they need to change a lot to overcome that one nil they're gonna go home again one nil isn't the worst thing in the world you can still make something happen
1: and you know city are known for their own their own bullshit yeah yeah and and uh, atleti's counter is their biggest tool i think and they had moments where they almost were able to make it you know a very big goal threat but you know the the Defenders actually did a good, you know, job to shore up. Nathaniel Aké showed up, huh? Yeah, I mean, obviously, Diaz is out for the next week, at least week and a half, maybe. Uh, and Aké has been as good as a backup as we can want. There's still moments where he turns the ball over, um, which can be problematic. But well, that's I, I think the,
0: the risky run when you're playing from the back.
1: Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's the thing. Like, what center backs are expected to do on a on a team like City, as opposed to Atleti, is night and day almost at least but uh yeah I, I was happy with the result um but i'm not even to lie my my mind is, is on the weekend i'm i told the guy i told my friends i was like look if we lost today it's going to suck but i'd prefer to lose this you know this game and win on the weekend and now we have the chance to win both or you know maybe even lose a second but man it's going to be uh, a no tough run of games for <laughs> yeah. city yeah yeah and um the on the other end uh, liverpool played benfica um you know, Liverpool did what they do. Something, yeah, something standard. And, um, you know, Three. Benfica kind of showed that they belong in the mix. But, you know, against a team like Liverpool who can be seen as favorites. One of the favorites, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's, it's tough. Um, but, yeah, uh, you know, Jota is playing amazing. That dude is crazy, man. He's so good. Luis Diaz is just so good. Uh, I mean, I ha- it's been rare since I've seen a player just come to a team and have an immediate effect consistently and, it consistently it wasn't even like a good
0: run of like two or three games every game he's played so far he's been uh, one of the more influential players on the pitch i hate to say and it. i think uh, he's yeah. taking a little bit of food off of solid's plate
1: yeah yeah well i think um feel comfortable they feel comfortable like if we have to let go of this guy we well got, we got a pretty good dear. player yeah um but yeah man it's uh <laughs> it's interesting um and I was always in fear of this when the the rumors came out I'm like fuck Luis Diaz is going to he's perfect for this team you know um mm-hmm. and yeah so both teams I think that were expected to win one City's game was more of a question mark I think Liverpool was expected and obviously today we had some really good games as well Yeah um so uh, y- y- are we done with the Liverpool I don't I oh, didn't watch that one unfortunately I mean yeah I didn't either but I I was just kind of following up I for me it was a foregone conclusion right which is not wise to do but it did end up turning out that way. Um, and, yeah, man, uh, good game. Yeah, we'll get into the batch of games that happened. Because that was yesterday,
0: so we'll yeah. talk about today's games. So, yeah, today happened. I think the big, arguably the biggest game today was the uh, Villarreal-Bayern Munich game. Oh, man. And uh, the most surprising result, I think, of the whole uh, quarterfinal, Villarreal gave it to Bayern Munich, which could have easily been. Handedly, though. yeah. 2 nil, 3
1: nil, 3, yeah. Even, I mean, yeah, I was just surprised. Bayern
0: don't look the same as they did a couple years ago. You yeah. know, they lost a few of their stars, and maybe that's why. Maybe they just don't run the same. But they, they've had injuries and, you know, their, their struggles with COVID as well. So, you know, it's just an all-around thing for Nagelsmann first year. It's also not what we're used to from them in terms of talent. Yeah, the quality has gone down a little bit. Even though... This year has been an up year for uh, Gnabry. I Man, I don't know about
1: Gnabry, but Sane, uh, um, Sane, Sonny. Sonny. Yes, they've been I they've been top. But yeah. Lewandowski is still playing very good. But I mean, like I, you can tell that it's it, the roller coaster is coming down. That that. Midfield and the creative portion of it has gone down
0: quite a bit, oh, and the man. defense as well has been letting them down. Oh, massively! massively. Moyers getting a little older, so
1: Davies I, was out for a while. But I mean, you
0: know, like in a year or two, they're just going to be a completely different destructive machine all over again.
1: They they they're good at that, and they have a decent academy, and they have a, a very good scouting department in their own league, and they they have the pool. Yeah, I mean, there are rumors that serginho Dest may be going there because uh, I think. Uh, well, obviously, Barcelona is rumored for Lewandowski, and they wanted to do like some kind of swap, but I don't know how how true that is. Um, but, you know, yeah, Bayern will find a way. If if there's one thing Imagine about Bayern.
0: two of CONCACAF's best fullbacks on Bayern. That's yeah. kind of weird.
1: You uh, don't really see
0: that a whole lot. Very rare, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, that that was that match, and Villarreal, man, what a... Just what a well-drilled team, man. They're so well-managed, man. Uh, Unai Emery... They they had a pretty rough, I don't know, mid rough middle third of the season, I guess, where they weren't getting results. They fell really far in the standings. But every time out now, man, they're they're problems for everybody. Yeah. The yellow submarine, man. They they defend well and they counter well. They're very well organized. They 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 attack and defend in blocks. They go boom 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 boom. So they're they're very uh, united in that in that sense.
1: Yeah. Um. It'd be crazy if they actually ended up eliminating um, Bayern. <laughs> that would be insane. Like, it would be unforeseen. It'd be one of the bigger upsets uh, in Champions League. Hi- recent history, I should say. I mean, there's been some crazy ones. But in recent history, like, like this was the first time that I think Bayern lost at home in this stage since, like, I, I was hearing, like, 2017, 2018 or something like that. Which oh, that's
0: not that crazy. Five, five, six, I thought you were going to say something like know, know, 1989 but, or something.
1: But you know, if Bayern does lose, right? You expect it to be against a team like Real yeah, like like a City, Juventus, yeah. or, yeah. But we exactly. Real, man. Like, um, yeah, my they, respects, Real. Real isn't even an annual ticket to, to Champions League. That's you know? yeah. That's a Europa League team in history. But right now, they're showing that they belong in the combo. You know? Yeah. And maybe it wasn't a fluke. I, I was thinking they they struggled struggled against wasn't. Juve because you know they were missing players. But nah, they they're the truth and i don't i'm not a huge fan of them they play similar to atletico in the way they love the shithouse but i think they're way more refined in the way they build up and encounter so uh credit to them and uh you know Danjuma, gerard moreno uh pervis estupiñan who who's uh you know he's a cert yeah he's a serviceman and then yeah in the, in the midfield you have capoe coquelin and in the back, you got Paul Torres and Foyth. I mean, it's just very, a very good team. Um, and I can't wait for that second leg. I think uh, one of the more Hopefully exciting
0: Hopefully they finish ones. up the, the job.
1: But I thought you were a Bayern guy, man.
0: Uh, I'm ah. not a
1: Bayern guy per se. I just don't mind them. No, it would be a cool story for sure. Yeah. And whoever plays them next, like, shit, Yeah, that's better no, be ready. They, you yeah, know? that's no walk in the park.
0: The mm-hmm. um, following match uh, was... Uh, a rematch of last season, uh Chelsea versus uh, Real Madrid, and Chelsea was at home, and I th- want to say they were favored, so I'm not you know this is maybe just me, slight, slight. Th- this is just me just adding to it Real Madrid three one, huh, man, and uh you know, all the talk was uh Chelsea dominated them last season, uh physically, maybe they did, yeah, maybe maybe they they figured it out, but this year. Uh, Ancelotti got it right, this match in particular, he got it right with uh, starting Valverde on the right and I think that made a whole whole lot of difference and everyone was just so compact. Uh, they defended
1: of, well, yeah. You know,
0: we're going to talk about Benzema's uh, hat trick and rightfully so, that's, you know, the guy just, in his last two Champions League matches, let's just put it this way, two hat tricks.
1: No, I, and back the, to back the most insane thing is that you know, like as a, when you play soccer, you get a, a ball passed to you, and you have to think quickly on what you're gonna do with it. For him, it's like he's able to freeze time. The cross doesn't even have have to be accurate; it doesn't even have to be hard. Mm-hmm. He just knows how to touch the ball into the goal. Well, knowing where the keeper is that too, versus I mean, how he's running versus how to touch it. Because the, the the headers he was making didn't have; they weren't bullet headers. They were just looped headers that. It, that's just that's when you know you're a good finisher and mm-hmm. i think yeah. i mean i said this like last year and the year before he's always been my favorite uh, forward and even like more than harry kane more than lewandowski and he sh- he just shows it every every game and yeah i mean it's I can't not say always about, about, about pace
0: it's not always about power sometimes you have to add a little bit of a uh, finesse to it yeah and yeah. he knows how to do that not only with with his feet but also he can head it that way there was a, It's funny that you say that because there was a moment in the second half when, uh, when things were kind of going back and forth between the both teams. Sometimes Chelsea would have uh, possession for a spell, then Madrid. But there was a moment on the left flank when uh, Benzema dropped deep and he had the ball, and it just looked like everything cleared up and everything slowed the fuck down. When he had it, he was in complete control. And when you see a player like... D- like that just having complete confidence and, and patience and control of the game you're just, you just have to say wow this guy is
1: different that's a different player I, I was seeing um a lot of people on on the timeline and i don't know how and I, I i might agree with this by the way but some people were saying that benzema as a whole and this is going like through the whole decade has been the most in player in real madrid's uh recent history mm-hmm. even more than ronaldo and I have to agree, man. I have to agree because... There's a
0: lot of uh, Ronaldo goals that wouldn't have existed without Benzema, for sure.
1: Exactly. And, you know, there's been moments where Benzema has had very little to play off of. You know, there was periods where he didn't have that. Obviously, he hasn't had Eden Hazard, and and he hasn't had great talent, but he makes it work, you know. And um, the respect that he has, not only from opponents, but from his own team, like, you know, it's just crazy. Like, I've never really seen a guy like that. It feels like the world just
0: discovered Benzema.
1: Well, yeah, and and it's it shouldn't be that way, right? You know, and and um, but I've I've always had that perception. I remember being in high school and uh, had a good friend, uh, Andy Lopez. He sometimes listens to the pod. He's like, "Yeah, bro, we're getting this guy from Lyon. I don't know." And but ever since day one, since he joined, man, guy has been scoring goals consistently. Had to share the pitch with Ronaldo and Bale. Had to be kind of second fiddle. Man kept his head down, and to this day, he's. Where are these other guys, you know? I'm not saying sure. Ronaldo's still playing top, but, I mean, Benzema's different gravy. And, um, yeah, man, I think he's the Frenchman with the most goals now in, in Champions League, if I'm not think mistaken. Frenchman in all, in all of history with the yeah. most goals. Oh, yeah, yeah, all of history. And so. the leading candidate for the Ballon d'Or, if we're honest. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I honestly, at this point, the way things are now, and a lot can still happen, but mm-hmm. I think, yeah, half of his name is already engraved on the trophy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know it's yeah
0: it's wild how much of a difference he makes when he's on the field especially the link up that he has with uh with Vinicius and that yeah. team is completely different when those two are on the pitch when when he's missing you know th- things aren't as fluid things aren't as uh you know
1: snappy as active it's little things too like the yeah the fact to receive the 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 way he's able to receive the ball and immediately know that he has a player running to back heel in in motion
0: one touch passing man yeah
1: it's a very french trait by the way i feel like french players do
0: play that way there was that one run that uh vinicius ended up hitting the crossbar but uh, benzema drags out wide and there's two Chelsea players on him. Yeah,
1: they're, they're closing in they're, they're on him. They close
0: in on him, and, you know, it's like he has nowhere to go. Uh, hold on a second. Back yeah. heel. Uh, uh, Fede Valverde running into an open pitch, finds Vinicius. Vinicius takes a little too long on the dribble, and, uh, you know, his shot goes a little, little too high, but, you know, I, I feel like it was still a good shot. Uh, but none of that happens without Benzema's complete uh, yeah. awareness,
1: Not complete all. confidence in, in touching the ball right away. Yeah, and I know we talked a lot about Madrid so far. Like touching on Chelsea, I, I thought the first half; they were uh, like atrocious. I mean, they, they couldn't really navigate the ball into their final third as well. But I do want to give credit to Real Madrid because they defended well. There was moments where there could have been half chances. The way they set in their box yeah. with
0: uh, Cruz going up a little further up, it it keeps Conte from being able to to press closer to Madrid's goal. And then the way that Casemiro acted as the fifth defender was to me, other than Benz and Courtois, Casemiro was third man of the match. But you know, I think those are the subtle little things and Tuchel kind of got a little outmatched there. Yeah, I don't think He a little he 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 got a little outmatched uh with Ancelotti uh, you know, expecting certain things and um the touch with Valverde playing the the right wing, the, the foul right wing, because he, he wasn't there for playmaking. He was mostly there for, for pressing, covering ground, and, uh, and defending, really.
1: Yeah, yeah, because in the end, really, like, the two attacking players that get it done, that you, you really need is Vinicius and Benzema. Vinicius had a good game as well. Obviously, he had a clear chance. Which was very close. and um, That also allowed Modric to you know, push up a little further and create play. Yeah. Which we, we
0: know that he, he, he does for days.
1: Exactly. And, um, I mean, anything can happen. Uh, there's adjustments. Tuchel's a good adjuster. He knows what how to adjust. But, you know, with the scoreline currently, I think Madrid, Going on the road, expecting to win. Yeah, yeah. But the Champions League is crazy that way, you know? Yeah, it is. It I is, mean... Is, is. I'm not 100%. I'm not even confident in this next match. Next week, I... Man, I. I mean, shit. I don't know what I'm gonna do. And <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a good game. You set you. You guys set yourself up nicely. Yeah, it's 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 good to to be on that on those um sort yeah. of terms. And I think Ancelotti knows how to defend a result. Obviously, one thing though about Chelsea happened. is
0: their finishing is so bad. I
1: Granted, think that's a, that's a big issue. Courtois had a big game, and and uh, the the center back. had a good. big game, but. Yeah.
0: But there was a few chances where you're like, "What's going on here?" And Lukaku was just a non-factor. You know, he came
1: on late and he had a few clear chances. But he that's had one th- clear chance. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, the, and but there's also moments where like rebounds, are, like you expect him to be there. Yeah, that wasn't exactly. a chance. But yeah. I mean, like the header as well. That, took that was deflection. my
0: shit with Jimenez. And I'm sorry to pu- no. pull this back, but yeah, Jimenez, He's he's in areas where you expect. Like, there's areas where you expect the ball to trickle down to or to be crossed to where you want that nine to be there. And he met his, like, all the way back. Like, what are you doing? That was was the same thing with
1: Lukaku. Like, why are you in that position? Why aren't you there to finish? My question is, why doesn't he start the game? I thought, I I mean, I know... That's one thing, yeah. I was was kind of wondering that, too. I know right now he's not in a good moment, not only form-wise, but also the -the off-the-field stuff. He just, at this point, looks like a player that doesn't belong on that team. Uh, I think he needs a new team, but... uh, Yeah, man, I think right now... It also comes down to moments and the form that Chelsea are in. I mean, we can watch this game and tell you that they're just not looking good right now. And Real Madrid were a cut above. You, you know? know,
0: you speak of moments, but Havertz always finds himself.
1: I think he's the right up spot. to that moment. Yeah. yeah, I thought Pulisic had a, a, a poor game. Yeah, uh, I didn't. Yeah.
0: Well, I, he was nullified, man. Yeah, exactly. Guardiola like, had actually a really good game too. So yeah, know, it's, yeah, of, it's tough. You know, it's God of Hall on his day, man. He's one of the best fullbacks in the in the world.
1: You no, know, and it just so happened
0: today was the day that he came back somehow. Yeah. So Pulisic had a rough outing, and there was also no service because that midfield was a little overrun. They didn't really have a lot of things to work with.
1: I think they they performed better when Kovacic uh, was more involved. And yeah, and yeah. you know because he has a little bit more attacking prowess. But even then, I, I just I find it hard to like you said well, they getting generate, past Casemiro. They
0: generate so much from their right back, and in the first half. They were just pinned down by, by Vinicius. Yeah. They had a, they have to respect that, though. You you can't expect to have, uh, you know, your right back going crazy when you have Vinicius to yeah. to, to contend with.
1: Yeah, he's one that's of the pacier wingers in the world. And, and Reese James, don't get me wrong, I, there was moments where you're like, yeah, this guy's good. And yeah. there's moments where he's like, he can be the definitive factor, but he has to have that respect for Vinicius. And, um, I mean... Well, I mean, Tuchel also put Christians in for a good portion of of the game against him, and yeah. that's... Suicide. He's nowhere near fast enough to to deal with Vinicius. Same with Thiago Silva, though. I mean, I thought he was kind of poor, not only on aerial challenges, but his tracking back. He was following the wrong players on on defense, and ultimately it led to their demise. But, you Mm -hmm. know, I, I think now more than ever, Madrid can kind of breathe easier and... Yeah, man, it's yeah, going to be crazy. Dude. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not comfortable, man. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Well, but to, uh, but I'm also, like, I would also hate to be down 3 it, more. It'd be worse. You know, if you guys were down, then, I mean, I say that, but that's what happened last leg, and, and you know, we saw what happened. The crazy thing is, is last year, like, let's not forget we beat
0: Liverpool. It's not like Liverpool were totally bad. Yeah. So um, I feel like a lot of people are counting out Madrid because they're not Madrid from 2016 or 17. Right, that, right.
1: That's, I don't know if that's the right way to look at it they're different that's what they are and, and I, I kind of enjoy it a little more because it's not so focused on on individuals I know we talk a lot about Benzema and Vinicius but what makes that team is is the guys behind them even you know um, yeah there's not
0: one player on on Madrid where you can say oh
1: that's the weak link no nah, yeah it's not there's really not I mean not on the starting even lineup he, anyway even Mendy was solid you know um that's one area that sometimes people point to but I think he's as good as most they're, left them well hands. they're
0: not he, the only reason where he's not solid in that position is his sometimes lack of fitness or discipline yeah he finds himself getting too many cards or he finds himself injured you know and, and that's
1: an interesting point you make because I believe Militao did get a yellow he, w- yes. he won't play the next game. Yes, yes, yes. So I mean, it's gonna be interesting uh, how Ancelotti accommodates for and that. Nacho I- did
0: okay enough to fill in for him when yeah. he got kind of injured. Today. I was gonna
1: say I, I don't know who would fill in that gap, but if it's Nacho, I mean, it's not a bad choice. Not a bad choice. I mean, Nacho is one of those guys where, if
0: someone's injured, you just okay. Nacho's good. Put put, put him there. Put him. There. Yeah, it's yeah. very versatile player. Um, but yeah. yeah, man, that you know, those were the games for today. Yeah, yeah. I'm a man. Uh, yeah. I'm kind of excited to shed that sort of uh, underdog, that a little bit of like the doubt that that people had
1: on, on Madrid, right? And and in some senses, you could say rightfully so, kind uh, of, yeah, because they're the champs. But I think if you, if you've been watching Chelsea lately, you can have an idea yeah. that they're. And I don't know if and if the Russia thing has played into that, the psyche of the players, of the manager. They half of them kind of look checked out, man. Like like real talk. You think so. Like, and Yeah, I mean, they just don't know. they look kind of weird, man. This is not the team that, that I feel like I've seen previously. And, and I'm not trying to use that as a cop-out, but, I mean, it just they don't look good right it's, now. It's funny that you say that because some, someone on Reddit said, oh, it's, well, it,
0: you know, it's a good thing that Madrid came to town because they found their new owner, and that's Kareem Benzema. <sighs> Fucking hell. <Sheesh. laughs> I thought that, I, that had me cracking up, but, you know, <laughs> it might, might be in poor taste. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, wow. Brentford, 4-1. Yeah. You know, and we're watching this now. Brentford put four past Chelsea. Chelsea this season had only allowed 23 goals all mm. season. Yeah. And, like, in their last two matches, seven Seven alone. goals.
1: That's, like, I think almost a quarter of the total goals put together. That's wild. wild. And aside from Chilwell, they have most of their players available now. So it's really hard to give them an excuse, you know? Yeah. So, I that mean, too, yeah. yeah, we'll we'll have to see what happens, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's going to be our, a fun leg. Yeah. Um, so, let's get into the uh, the Premier League preview. I'll let you head that because, uh, sh- man, I was kind of detached from that this week.
1: Uh, yeah, I get you, man. I get you. Um, let me see very quick. Ah, oh, man. Saturday, April 2. Shit, my phone's kind of laggy right now. Oh, there we go. Come on. Let's get the short. No, I'm just <laughs> For real. Um shit. Right, so the first game um that I was able to watch, it was a uh, Burnley against City. Hmm. Good result for City. Uh, they they scored early and that's the main thing you got to go for against a team like Burnley. Uh solid finish from De Bruyne who I I would say the second half of the season, man, he's he's looking sharp. He's scoring a lot more. Yeah, and you know, sometimes that will make you think he's playing better. I've always thought he's playing at this level. But his finishing was kind of poor um, in the first half, and now he's looking sharp, even in the Champions League game. So good result for City. Obviously, uh, Liverpool actually played just before them, and they won their match two 0 as well against Watford. Uh, so the the league race is just it keeps going. You know, City are still ahead by a point, but you know they're definitely not comfortable right now. Um, and it's gonna make for a great game. Good upcoming finish, yeah. that we're gonna talk about later. Um, following this match, Brighton and Norwich tied. Nil-nil, not much to say there. Norwich look like they're going to be relegated. And Brighton, uh, well, you know, they're just kind of like that mid-table team. And then the game we're watching now, um, or watching the highlights of, or actually is the whole game, yeah, Brentford, man. I mean, I feel like I didn't give Brentford as, as much credit in the beginning of the season, but seeing where they are now, I have to say, respect, you know. Um, they're clear of the rele- relegation zone for a newly promoted team that's impressive and uh, they beat chelsea 4-1 wonder strike from rudiger but the rest was just all brentford and erickson man you know <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. he's, he's playing uh,
0: really well ni- nice little story and yeah like you say he's, he's had a few bangers but was playing well
1: for uh, denmark as well i think i believe he scored some goals for them too i think he had
0: a really nice goal for denmark like a top
1: bins type yeah yeah i mean top player um and good result for brentford uh, following match another draw for Leeds, who at the end of the day considering how low they are these draws are pretty important and they keep getting results now uh something about jesse marsh man uh, maybe he's been able to really tap into the blokes i don't know if it's the That's fact the that- practicality to it too because yeah. we know that beyonce was just hardcore
0: one one-way street
1: yeah and he probably was like really you know cemented into his ways And Mm -hmm. uh, I think the communication between coach and player is is really good right now on that team.
0: That too,
1: yeah. He he just didn't know English as well. Right, right. So, yeah, 1-1 draw. Southampton leads. Uh, Following match, Wolves beat Villa. Um, And, you know, not much to say there. 2-1. Following match, I actually was able to watch this game. It was the last game of the day. United against Leicester. Um, you know, a game. The first half was pretty dull. Second half, Ihenacho scores a pretty decent goal, and then Fred equalizes. You know, the more I watch Fred, the more I think, like, man, this guy's really good. You know, he's I mean, pretty good. Yeah, I, I feel like on on a team like United, you know, obviously he's not really succeeding as much, but I mean, I think he's one of their better players, and uh, you know, he he plays he a defensive be. role very well, but he's pretty technical too. He
0: you know, can, well, yeah, no, defensively that's not what you want him for but yeah you want him to kind of transition defense from offense you want him on the ball and that sort of thing Um, he's just not used properly
1: at United yeah yeah that's the problem Um, one of their problems anyway yeah so draw there Um, following match West Ham against Everton West Ham win 2-1 another win for West Ham Uh, Jared Bowen having a great season oh he's back yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought he was going to be out for the season. No, uh, yeah, he I guess it wasn't as bad as they thought and another loss for Everton who Man, they looks it looks like and then we'll go over their next game too. I mean, it, they're looking really bad right now. Yeah, uh, relegation? Relegation fight, man. Yeah. They looking uh, like No, it. man. Um next match though, Spurs beat Newcastle 5-1, a wash. Um, you know, Tottenham just had their way. It's crazy cuz they got scored on first and from then on it's just they just let it rip. Uh man son, you know, just re- you know, he's just so good, man. He makes that team tick. Um but yeah, uh, following match. This was a big surprise as well. Palace beat Arsenal 3-0.
0: Yeah. Um in the manner. And and the way that the Arsenal have been. That's kind of wild.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean crazy though like palace um they really do have a thing for getting big results against big teams and this, this season is one at of least them. yeah um and yeah man something about Vieira too though who who loves performing well against his former teams yeah that's that's two teams right yeah so three 0 and, and i think that wraps up the
0: the well no, i think there was games today too right uh so we'll get into that all right yeah so today there was a, a game in the midst of all of uh you know the champions league hoo-ha
1: from teams that probably will never sniff it in their life.
0: <laughs> Everton, well, I don't uh, know. Everton might be going down, so they, we might be seeing another Sunderland there. Fuck. Um, yeah, Burnley beat uh, Everton three to two. If you if you'll believe that one, kind of takes uh, Burnley to twenty four points versus Everton's twenty five. And Burnley has a few games
1: in hand, if I'm not mistaken. They have the same amount of games played. Oh,
0: really? Yeah, twenty nine games each, so they still have two games left to play. Oh, okay. Compared to everybody else, of course.
1: Oh, that's yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. I I don't know. Yeah, in terms of Everton, I know they missed a lot. Yeah. Due to COVID, so uh, we'll um, we'll get into the preview of this
0: coming week. Uh, Newcastle versus Wolves. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Newcastle have kind of found themselves in a place where they're uh Kind of comfortable from relegation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're they're uh, seven points clear.
1: They, they had a pretty good start to the year. They um, got smacked by Spurs, but, like, you know, on their day, like, they ha- they can be, beat or time a lot of teams, you know? That Kerry Trippier loss is,
0: is I think yeah. that's what's really doing them in. Yeah. Ever since he left, they've started to uh, look kind of back to their old selves <laughs> um, as far as, like, results go.
1: Right. And this is kind of random. Maybe I should bring it up later. I will, I will. But I was going to talk about Saint Maximine, but I want I'm going to want to bring it up later cuz it's a very separate topic. So, separate in, in totality? Oh, we're going to forget about that, man. All right. So, you know Maximine, right? Nice player. I mean, he's he's really a really good player. Maybe not elite yet, but can be possibly. Maybe. Um, but you know how he always wears the Gucci headbands? Ah, yeah. So, you know where I'm going now. Yeah. Uh a lot of people are saying like Oh, you know why? Why doesn't Maximine get a Gucci sponsorship? He's been rocking it, you know. I, and on I'm the like, pitch, anyway. On the pitch, right? And I'm like, man, are we really comparing Grealish to to Maximine <laughs> right now? In in terms of yeah, in terms of marketing and all that, yeah, there's no
0: comparison, man.
1: Yeah, none at all. But people are trying to turn it into a racism thing, and I was like, come on, man. They're like, I want to claim racismo on this one. I was like, nah, gee, nah. Two different players, two different different players. Just because you wear it, don't mean you got you got a sponsorship. Yeah, two
0: different levels of um, visibility. You know, it's nah, no, I I can't co-sign that one. Yeah, but. Yeah, man. I, I think I just, so a lot of players wear Gucci, right? Not even on the pitch. Well, off the pitch. We never even uh, see Grealish wear Gucci on the pitch. So is this what we're basing endorsements off of? No. no. Nah, I nah. mean,
1: it comes down to marketability. He's um, English. He's English. Yeah. Uh, he's a bit of a, I guess I'd say like a a fashion icon, you know? One uh, of the biggest teams in the world. If, yeah. And, and people the, call well, him this, this generation's Beckham to an extent in terms of uh, how stylish he can be. Before this, he was a uh, Grealish did have a deal with a, a clothing company called Boohoo Man, which is big in England, yeah, not big yeah, out here, but yeah. it's like it's crazy, you know? Um, and we can talk about the Grealish deal a little bit later, um, but I just wanted to bring that up in terms of Maxi Mean. But my prediction for this game, I, I have a draw.
0: A draw? I a 1 1 draw. Okay.
1: I think Wolves are the better team, but
0: anyway. yeah, but they're on the road. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. And then
1: uh, Everton versus United. Oh God! Holy shit! Um, United two one. Yeah, I'll give it to United. I, they have to win this, man. If you're not beating Everton, I mean, everybody's beating Everton. Even Sean Dyche is piping up about Everton. Like all oh, these, are, these are, we know we can beat these lads. It's a mental <laughs> thing. Oh fuck, bro! Yeah, you said yeah, that, that's like, brutal. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'll take United two one uh, goals from Sancho and uh, Sue. Sue. He's been a bit quiet, but uh, yeah, I think he's. It's about time. And, the, and for Everton, Richard Lagarde, who scored two, by the way. Oh, did he now? Ah, yeah. Uh, next match, though Arsenal, Brighton. That's a tough game. That's a good one. I'll, uh, I'll take a draw on that one. I'll take Arsenal 1 0. Ooh, fair play, fair play. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a 1 1 draw. But, I mean, I, I'd kind of hope for Arsenal to win, but um, they look a little shaky right now. They've had a bad result.
0: Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if I, lo- I would look too much into
1: it. Just a bad day at the office. Just though. a bad
0: day at the office.
1: Right. Uh, next match, Southampton against a team who's had a few bad days at the office, Chelsea. Um, I'm going I'm to I'm take a draw on this, man. I don't trust yeah. Chelsea right now. Same. And Southampton, not a bad team. I'll take a 1-1 draw. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. Uh, following match, Watford leads. Uh good match. Leeds. I'll take Leeds for the uh three one win. Okay. I'ma i I'm am going have faith like that. that they finally you know Jack Harrison's playing a little better. Um Rodrigo's playing well too and, and Rafinha I can't forget about him, so yeah. I'll take that three one. Following match, Villa Spurs. Spurs are, are looking much better now, and, and I think now that they realize how close they are to Arsenal. And, and what they have to do to get that fourth place possible, you know, European, uh, you know, participation. I think Tottenham are going to win this. Uh, I'll take a 3-0. No. Damn. Uh, yeah, Villa... By uh, a lot. Yeah, I mean, they, they dropped five on Newcastle. Uh, son and Kane are, are really you They're know back well. on their form, yeah. And uh, Kulisevsky, by the way, I, I think what a wow. pickup, dude, stupid what pick a up. Fucking pick up man. Yeah, him and him and uh, Luis Diaz, like wow, the, the immediate impact that they've had at top clubs, yeah, uh, impressive. Uh, so yeah, I'll take a 3 0.
0: Okay, I'll take a 2 1. Fair play, and then uh, Sunday, Sunday, Fuck. the big one. I don't want to speak about it. The big one: Manchester City versus Liverpool.
1: I'm nervous. City's I have butterflies. Home?
0: These two teams play so well against each other. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the last time I was bored watching these two. It's a show every time, yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness, Nketia, what are you doing? Uh, yeah. Ati Etihad. had. Yeah. Um, so I know you have a. I know you have a little bit of a horse in this race. Big one, yeah. So,
1: do uh, am I stupid in asking you who you got? (laughs) I mean, you know, I I try to approach every every game objectively. It's very hard to do it in this case. (laughs) But, I mean, you know, the table is, is a hair margin, so it's hard to split the two teams. But on the fact that we're at home, and on the fact that I think the way Liverpool play us and the way we play them, it could be anybody's game. But I take a slim win for City. I'll take a 2 1. Uh, last time we went to Anfield, it was a draw. It was a bit of, uh, it was a little sketchy, but you know, that's football. Not, no game is perfect, but I think City get it done. I, I think they know what it means, they've been there before. Make no mistake, Liverpool are, are amazing. And uh, they're healthy, more importantly. And you got Klopp, Guardiola. It doesn't get any better, man. A draw wouldn't surprise me, but I'm going to take my team. But, but this could be for all the marbles, man. I think it will. I think it honestly will. Um, a draw would benefit City slightly. Slightly. Very slightly. And a win would be amazing for Liverpool because they'd leapfrog City. And a win for City would, would give them a, a much more breathing. room. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, on the basis, I know we're missing Ruben Diaz. That's our biggest miss. But I think with the... Depth we have, I still like us to win. Uh, am I worried? Sure, it's Liverpool, man. They're so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, man. Pretty. I, I'm pretty I just want to go. I just want to go against you, man. and nah, say, fair play. Uh, yeah. Liverpool two one. Hey, man. It's very possible. Thing about Liverpool is, um, you know, they're relentless, man. Even when you might be up on them, one counter and Salah. I mean. I, I know he hasn't I, been great, that great lately, but I mean, the the goal he scored on his last game uh, in the league, fuck. Yeah, that one. That, that one pissed was crazy. Me off. Yeah, um, but, and it's possible that you meet up
0: as well in the Champions League. So it's it's not even it's not even uh, like we, the last time you'll
1: see them for sure for well, the season. Yeah, we're we're gonna meet them for sure in the FA Cup. So that's fucking brilliant. We play that. We're we're gonna play them so many times in this the rest of the season. It's gonna be hell every week like for me I'm, it's like you know it's that one team that I know can beat us and it's not even like oh they shit house and they beat us no they beat us deservedly you can't say that too much about many teams in the league but Liverpool man yeah my, my, my respect but I hope we beat that ass though straight up <laughs> respectfully <laughs> yeah respectfully you know <laughs>
0: all right yeah that, that's one that we that we just got to pay attention to and then uh Brantford versus West Ham same day I'll take West Ham.
1: Fair play. I'll, I'll take a draw on this one. I think Brentford are, are a decent team. Uh, they are. They are. Um, I'll take a 1-1 myself. But yeah, West Ham, obviously table, right? Mind the gap. But I think they've cooled off a bit. What about Leicester versus Crystal Palace? <sighs> Man, I hate Palace so much this year, but God damn it, they play. They get results. Um, and Leicester don't. I know. They, they've they been struggling this year. And I've always said this. I, I'm not, like, terribly enamored with uh, Brendan Rodgers. Uh, let's look at this, Mikel Antonio. Man, oh. he's taken uh, – he's been kind of – No, he yeah. hasn't scored in a while. Yeah, it's crazy. He started so hot. Um, but, yeah, in this game, I'll, I'll actually take a draw. I'll take a draw. Leicester, Crystal Palace, uh, 1-1. Fair enough. And then Norwich versus Burnley. Wow, that has major
0: uh – Implications, Major yeah. uh, relegation implications. Yeah. Um,
1: I'll, I'll give do it to nil nil. Yeah, I, you know, I want Norwich to win, but they haven't shown me anything, and where they are at on the table, it's like a lost cause almost. So uh, I'll give it to uh, Burnley, barely, one nil. Goal from Dwight McNeil.
0: Okay, and that'll get them out of the relegation.
1: Yeah, that'll that'll help them, and they just know how to do it, man. Uh, they they've been there last season, the season before. They're comfortable there, you know. Um, oh, this is a fixture listener. Man. For for Everton, yeah. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's that's it for the Prem. Um. And then there's Champions League next week, right? Second right. legs, the second legs, man. Um, S- starting
0: Tuesday. Real Madrid versus Chelsea. Real Madrid three
1: one up. Right. Um, um. I think Real Madrid sealed the deal. I think um, I think they actually draw the game. Uh, And I think because Chelsea are just going to, they're going to go all out. But I don't think they have enough to climb the hill. And I think uh, Real Madrid are going to focus on a defensive game. I don't think it'll be pretty, but Ancelotti is good at that. He knows knows how to organize a very uh, well-disciplined team. And I know Militao will be out, right? But I I think with Nacho in, it's still not a bad uh, look. And Courtois, I mean, there's no keeper that you can feel safer with. I think he's the best keeper in the world right now. Kurt, yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%, and I tell you this because he's in his prime. He's 29, I think, right? He's of... playing so good. Yeah, he's, yeah.
0: I think he's saved Madrid a lot of points this season. In the last two, three seasons, he's saved Madrid so many points. And he's a traditional keeper, like shot stopper, you know, straight shot stopper. Yeah, his distribution's not that bad. He's not good with his feet, but yeah, yeah, he's, um, yeah. he's just so good right now, and he's in a very great moment. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. has been for a good while.
1: We mentioned Belgium in the World Cup thing. We didn't mention Courtois, and I, I think I that's know. a big yeah. fucking. That's a big fucking. It's big. It's, fucking big. Game.
0: it's big. But when you look at at teams playing, do you remember that game? It, it was Belgium versus U.S. where Tim Howard had a massive game. Mexico oh, yeah. against uh, uh, Brazil. Brazil in yeah, fourteen. The yeah. same. The same year. Massive game. When your keeper's stopping that many shots, what does that tell you?
1: Oh, I know. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. You know, but it, like. That's the guy you'd feel safe with. Yeah, no, with. no. He's, he's the best right
0: now in the world. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, that's my score, though. I, I think Madrid go through with that two-goal difference still. I just it's think a big
0: difference. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's a huge thing to overcome.
1: And, you know, away goals mean fuck all now. They yeah, but, he, but
0: even Chelsea could win 2-1 and still get out, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. So, But I think Madrid win 2-1. Fair enough,
0: fair enough. And then Bayern versus Villarreal. Villarreal's got that one-goal lead. Byron's at home. I think Byron do it two 0 They'll 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 eke it out, and right, I right. and I lo- I love the idea of Villarreal passing, but um, I'm gonna go with my uh, my head this time.
1: Right. Um, I'm gonna predict um, maybe a more dramatic ending. I think uh, I Byron I have Byron going through myself. I think uh, Byron win the game two one, go to penalties because obviously. Villarreal oh. have, have a, a goal advantage mm-hmm. And I think uh, ultimately Byron win it in, in oh. the penalties um, But look, yeah I, I, would, I, lo- I love underdog stories I'm not like completely enamored with it as much as other people But that would be a, a really cool moment For Unai Emery, who I feel like a lot of times Has been on the wrong end of, of criticism And stuff, and especially when he was at Arsenal But yeah, it would be cool, man And, and I'm not a Byron guy, you, you know that But yeah, I, I just sure. think that like the lineup they have Is too good to not beat Villarreal yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. That's actually a pretty good prediction. It's a, it's a close leg, man. Much closer than I thought. At yeah, least, so, of yeah, of course.
0: And then Liverpool versus Benfica. Liverpool at home have the three-one goal advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't really see a future where Liverpool bottle this one.
1: No, I, I don't think it's possible. I think again, like the the scoreline they have sets them up very well, and um, you know it's just really hard to imagine. Uh, so I have yeah Liverpool winning two-one. Uh, you know, aggregate would be 5-2. 5-2, five, five, two. Five, two, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's not even a question. I think Liverpool win easily. Okay. And then uh,
0: finally to wrap things up, and this might be the closest one, Atletico with Cities. Atletico's at home. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you have a horse in that room in that one. So what's, what's your idea?
1: I, I think uh, City go through and they tie the game 1-1. Okay. 1-1. And you know that's enough to see you out. Yeah, yeah, enough to see us out. I don't. I think uh, Atletico have one of the least amount of goals allowed in the tournament, and I, and I don't know about it. In, in Spain. I think they've been getting scored on much more than recent years. But yeah, in Champions League, they're a tough team to score on. And yeah, I think City will score. I think Atletico might score on a set piece or counter, but ultimately, City are going to generate more. I know it's at the Wanda, but you know. Kevin De Bruyne is going to put his wand up, put <laughs> something up, and I think, yeah, it'll be a good game, but City go through.
0: Nice. Yes, Okay, sir. so we have our semifinalists,
1: or so we think. That's what we believe, but <laughs> as this pod will prove, we're not always right. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, anything else? Well, you wanted to talk about the, the Jack Grealish thing? Uh, I mean, really, it was mostly that the Maxi thing, but I didn't want to say it was pretty significant. I know it's like um, it's a bit of a superficial thing. It's a it's a seven figure deal that he's signing with Gucci. I don't know for how long, but this is the first time. That's enough for like three
0: pieces of their clothes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know. Um, But, you know, obviously, like now that I I look at it, the way that fashion brands are, are seeping into football, it's nothing i've ever seen before i think the the first major stepping stone was when jordan uh collabed with psg and now we're seeing higher fashion brands um like gucci you know do stuff like this it's pretty interesting oh like dior with uh, jordan and yeah yeah off-white i guess off-white and i think that uh you know you know fashion brands like that are privy to the fact that Soccer players are very... Athletes got the bread. They got got the exposure. Yeah, yeah. And it's pretty crazy, you know? And um, it just just gives uh, players another avenue to get that kind of revenue. And um, it's pretty cool.
0: I I just don't know where you get off saying that uh, uh, Grealish is more saucy than Benzema, man.
1: I think, and you know, (laughs) this is where I think Benzema has deserved this deal way before Grealish. And I'm going to be honest in that regard. But uh, like I'm saying, fashion brands are only privy to it now. If they, mm-hmm. if fashion brands were able to get a Benzema at age 25, I think they sign them for, a or plate. a Depay or even like, not, it doesn't even have to be just Gucci, Balenciaga, right. or, you know, all these brands. So, well, yeah. uh, Balenciaga has a soccer cleat, which is apparently very bad quality. I've, I've seen it. Yeah. It looks very like it looks look simple. It looks like, uh, something that they had when my dad was playing. Yeah. in, in the, you know, 80s, <laughs> 70s, <laughs> it's, uh, it's very ugly. Right, right, but yeah, it was pretty interesting to see that. I wonder how many more of those kind of deals we will see in the future. Um, probably, probably a few more. We're gonna see a yeah. lot more. Um, yeah, but um, or like collabs with you know soccer shoes, like a, well, we're, yeah. we're, probably,
0: we're probably gonna see a Givenchy, like Adidas Predator or something like that, which is gonna be And even outrageous. like
1: in um, in Madrid's thing with they had the white three jersey. They did, but yeah, yeah. Well, white three is like an offshoot it's, of Adidas. Adidas, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, still like street fashion, streetwear. So, yeah, man, it's pretty crazy to see that. And I, I like fashion myself. To really be into fashion, though, and, and apply it to yourself, you have to have bread. So, obviously, I'm not in it like that. But I, I do, like, follow it. And I'm like, man, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah, never, yeah I no, never thought it would come it's to notable. Down. Yeah, It's notable. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, anything else we got to talk about? Um, uh, Nah,
0: man, I no think... No one got um, arrested
1: for beating their girlfriend or fucking chickens or anything like that? Thankfully, that's that's been abrupt and, and kind of come to an end, but... Oh, but but Greenwood Greenwood was released on bail, wasn't he? I did hear about that. And there was people that were happy
0: that he was out. Yeah, they were like. I defending. think there was like a thirty one percent survey or something of United fans that
1: yeah wouldn't man. mind
0: seeing him play again. Something
1: like that. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, put that in concrete. But I, I hate to say Greenwood it, was released. Yeah, when he was on the pitch, he was a fun player to watch. He was like a, straight up. Yeah, I know. I know. Now great. we're gonna take into account the off the field issues. And it's terrible, and I don't think he deserves a spot on the team anymore. But, you know, taking all that out of context, on the pitch, he was a fun player to watch, and it's a shame. He made bad decisions, and he has to pay for him now. So, I think those are beyond bad decisions, man. Oh, of course, of course. It's yeah. egregious. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's um, um, terrible decision. Anyway. Yeah, that's it. Two guys, two mics, two pints. Mm. Wonderful- oh, wait, 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 wait. Sorry. And I just wanted to bring this up because it's fresh off the press. Ten hog. Possibly linked to United. Oh, yeah.
0: It's almost signed, sealed, and delivered, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I, think, um, I think for any manager to survive United, you need to have backing. You need to have patience. And you need to have an idea that the football that you're going to be playing isn't going to be instantly gratuitous. So you're not, you're not going to get results right away but the the benefit that he'll have is he'll have a full summer and he'll even have a break uh for the world cup to work with his team even though a lot of those guys are world cup bound but uh i mean if it's ten hog great i i i think united needs something like that versus a pochettino who's a little more of the same of what they've had right um so we'll see we'll see maybe uh maybe that's what's needed to compete with the you know, Liverpool's Manchester cities of the world, you know, um, it's, I think it's a refreshing, uh, new start.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, no doubt. I think if they, if they do get them, cause it's still preliminary, they have to give them full control of the reins. Um,
0: yeah. And yeah, I don't you know how
1: possible that is. You can't expect the, the, the problem with a team. If you
0: want, if you have sporting ambition, you don't let the businessman make the decisions. You You have a, you let the football brains take control. And uh, I think United have let too many of the businessmen make the decisions and have too much of an opinion over the sporting side of things. And, um, you know, if you're looking for success in one way, you can't expect success in the other. It's It just doesn't... It's
1: not correlated. Yeah. yeah. And that's my biggest fear. Uh, not that I fear this because I don't care for United like that, but if they don't allow Ten Hag to cook that way and to... To have an idea of what players he wants to go for and invest in and, and for him to change the lineage from the U14s and up, it's a wasted signing. If they're not going to allow him that, just go for Pochettino. Well,
0: yeah, I mean, if you go for a manager hoping that whoever he signs is going to sell shirts, that's, you, you that's already a problem. You have the wrong idea. You, yeah, you don't, maybe, maybe that could be a plus, but if you get a player, I don't know. He's coaching Ajax. Let's say, let's say he brings Anthony. Let's say Anthony.
1: Yeah, right. He's not going to sell shirts, okay? But he's going to produce on the field. Fine, get him. And he can sell shirts maybe two, three years into his contract if mm-hmm. if, if United become well, a team. Let's
0: say he's a world beater right away, like uh, Martial was. You know, kids are going to get his shirt the next season.
1: Yeah, they're going to want his shirt. All it takes is a few months, man. Yeah, good play. yeah,
0: exactly. Play good for one season. Uh, how many people have Fernandez shirts? You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it's it's a cycle, and I've always thought this in sports. And boxing is, like, one of those sports where, well, who have you beat? Just beat the best guy. Just keep beating him. Don't don't expect the big money. Yeah. And that's what United have been doing. They, they've just been trying to make businesses as just decisions instead of sporting. Yeah. Same with Lakers. God damn it.
1: Oh, man. Bocking don't it. get me started on them. But <laughs> no, yeah. That's no. pretty much. Yeah. I mean, that was the last thing I remembered, and I wanted to mention it. But, mm-hmm. yeah, honestly, we covered a lot this pod. Yeah. And it's a loaded pod because we missed a week, but glad to be back, man. Yeah. We're good. Yes, sir. All right, man.
0: Episode number 88. Uh, We'll be back next week for
1: 89. Yes, sir.